Podcast hosted by everyone's favorite Nigerian at his OJ, aka the anointed one. Go ahead, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. All you gotta do is spell my name right. That's E H I Z O J E. Again, that's E H I Z O J E. And go ahead, follow the podcast too. They got their own handle. That's R L S underscore podcast. Again, that's R L S underscore podcast. And on today's episode, I got two very special guests. One's a regular. The other one's a newcomer So we're gonna start off with the newbie first Go ahead and tell people who you is What you be doing And why they should follow you Okay What's up my name is DJ Siraj A.K.A. The Civil Engineer by day DJ by night And you know I make it sound like I'm a superhero But you know I'm just a regular person doing superhero things But you can follow me on Instagram at Siraj the DJ That's S-A-R-A-J the DJ Or you can uh, Follow me on Twitter Where I be talking shit DJ underscore Siraj Welcome to the podcast Hey Thank you for inviting me Of course Long time coming You have been on my list To like hit up For like Oh uh, yeah we, we it's, big, a, it's a music podcast And we be talking about music Pretty often We in a couple group chats so, We be getting right, in right. our debates Thanks <laughs> For sure, for sure, and I need no introduction. It's your boy, Young Handog. You know, back in the building again. Back here with my guy, Chief, you know, you feel me? Appreciate you for having me back up here again. You know, I post a song a day. Music uh, curator, playlist curator, you know, the vibes. Let's get into it, man. Welcome back to the podcast, Henny. I called you Henny. Henny. <laughs> That's what my little bro called me, actually. He usually be drinking Henny, but he on the tequila today. I'm on something different, oh. though. Alright, we gonna go right into it, man. My favorite game, real shit or weird shit. I sent you guys this article, Michael Ower. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. And I'll be I think watching. You said it right. Alright. I've been watching football enough, but Michael Ower and the Tuohi family. They I definitely don't know how to say their name, but fuck them. So real shit or weird shit. <coughs> you did you guys read the article? Do you guys see like what's going on, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, I read up on it. Just some uh, read up on the articles. Definitely um, look uh, looking too because the Blind Side. Like when I watched that back, and I think back in high school, 
That yeah. was a good movie. Like I think um, it was like oh seven oh eight something like that. I know. I was when that movie came out when it came out, and you young, so you don't really realize like what it's doing. Like yeah. I tried watching it like when I was older. I was like, "Oh, this is a white savior movie." But, <laughs> but like when you young, it's just like, "Oh, Textbook. okay, that's that's how cool they taught this right. dude how to play football." Little do we know that this nigga already knew how to play football when they found him. He was already a football star. Was already getting recruited, and then on the movie they had like their little son who was like five years old teaching him plays with like condiments and shit like that. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like, come on, bro, like that shit ain't happen, right? Yeah, I saw he was even talking about. Um, the way he didn't really like how they depicted him in the movie, like he had never seen a bed before and stuff. Like, of course, like, you know, he had had a troubled upbringing, you know, his mom, I believe, you know, just dabbled in some, you know, different drugs and things like that. But yeah, yeah, they made it seem like he had literally never seen a bed. Like if you've seen that movie, The Blind Side, like when he goes to their house, the way they dramatize that scene, I get it's a movie, but it's like, all right, don't make me like look super extraed out, super Facts. crazy. So it's like, I don't know, man. Right. I and, think he said that like in the locker room, they like he would have to explain like because people thought he couldn't read and write. So like he was saying in the locker room, people just assume that he couldn't read and like read and write. It's like, nah, I've been like I've been smart. I've been knowing how to do this. They didn't teach me that, but like you know, he's like they played it up for the movie. Yeah, that, man. that too. I was saying he he is like an honor student over there at Ole Miss too. So it's not like he was a sloucher. You know, he wasn't articulate and didn't know, you know, about like his studies and like how to get good grades and stuff. So, yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, pretty much there's an offensive lineman, you know, Hall of Fame caliber offensive lineman. This ain't no slouch. Like he's been nice. He's been that guy. Won the Super Bowl with the Ravens. The blind side. Been in the league since forever. Retired a couple years ago, several years ago. Um, pretty much there's a movie that came out depicting his life story. Um, about like the family that pretty much brought him in and essentially like welcomed them, welcomed him into their home. Now it turns out that he's saying that they are profiting off his likeness. Everything was fake. Like they ain't even really adopting like that. Like they said they did. And maybe that's what's stemming from like everything. Like yeah. maybe he's just hurt by that. Like, oh, I'm not, y'all tricked me. Yeah. And the word came up, conservative shit. Right. We've we seen that shit with Britney Spears. Yeah. Like, you you just want control of my likeness to profit off of me and now I wanna know like how much you really made off of me versus like like was was shit really genuine, I guess. Because exactly. uh, Blind said made three over three hundred million and I think the family received like what like two hundred two hundred K plus like two two point five percent. Two percent royalties, bro. Yeah, he didn't he didn't get a penny of that. So in perpetuity too. That's crazy. Yeah. So the producers came out, they said that That's crazy. the family members only received about seven hundred K in total. Mm-hmm. And that there wasn't like a like a stipulation to like receive uh, royalty funds from the movie. But mm-hmm. I mean we'll really see like what they actually got uh if this like goes to trial and shit right. goes into, you know, um discovery and shit like that. But so I'm, I'm assuming you guys are on the same side as me, but I, I want you to all say it. Real shit or weird shit? Weird That's some weird shit for sure. Definitely Very weird, weird shit, shit bro. <laughs> I think the extra weird shit about it too is like, you know, just even reading about like how the mom was going out and doing like all these public speaking gigs and like writing all these books on it. And, you know, you can't even really, over the years since that movie came out, I don't even know if you could, 
you know, that's going to be the hard part for him to prove in trial. Like how much money she actually made off him, made off of that. Yeah. Like, but it's like you wouldn't even have had any fame or know the right. Exactly. If it wasn't for me. Y'all like, would have just been a regular white ass family. Facts, bro. Like, it's that's crazy. <laughs> like, like their kids ain't do nothing, bro. That shit crazy. Yeah, nah. So nah, we not with that white savior shit, bro. That shit is that shit is OD and that shit's nah. No, I was before that even came out because I was like thinking I was like, damn, the Blind Side was good because I watched mic. it when I was a teenager. Talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. Well, I was thinking when I was um when I was just thinking about that before the article came out because I was like, damn, the Blind Side was a good movie, but you like you brought up a point where it's like as a kid you probably don't even notice it's a white savior movie, and I was like. You know, as like like you start to get older, you think about it, it's like, damn, that definitely was the definition of a Facts, white savior bro. movie. And now you hear to see this article come out. And Sandra Bullock running onto the football field, dragging him by his helmet, telling him what to do. It's like, come on, Crazy, bro. It's bro. like, nah, nah. Got nah Sandra nah. Bullock at practice and shit, bro. Shout out to Sandra Bullock, though. She just lost her husband, too. So it's kind of oh, crazy. Oh, so, okay, they they like right. throwing her name into all this. Man. At the end of the day, she's just an actress. You yeah. know what I mean? She didn't know what was what, but they trying to like have her take responsibility for shit. Nah, this on the family, bro. So y'all stop being weird and do all them, them little social media games y'all love to do and canceling niggas and shit. Like, Sandra's chill. We we still rock with her. So. Yeah, prayers for Sandra, man. Yeah, come on now. I hate to hear that. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so we're going to move on to the next one. This is the second topic. Only got two today. You okay. Know, because we got a bunch of shit we got going to later. But this one's a, a big one. You know, it took Twitter by storm when it came out. I, I think you guys know what I'm alluding to. I'm talking about Reason. I'm talking about Musa from TDE. They, uh, they had a little spiff, a little back and forth on the back on fig. A podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, real shit or weird shit? Musa calling out Reason on live in front of hundreds of thousands of people, and I'm sure eventually like millions of people like saw that shit, you know, go down. Absolutely weird shit. Okay. Uh, I don't know how that would ever be real shit. Like, if you're the president of your label, you're supposed to have your artist's best interests at heart. Yeah. Or in, in mind, my bad, not at heart, but I guess at heart too. But if they're going on a press run to roll out their album, which is finally coming out after years, but that we'll, we'll talk about that later. I but mean, we could talk about it right now. It's, this is the topic. I, I just want to like do the g- just general overview, but they're just doing a press run, right? When their album finally coming out after years, and now you coming on there and pretty much saying, you know, Dave Free didn't want to sign him because he thought he was a substitute teacher. He didn't say it unprovoked. Like, let's add a, let's add a little con- All right, let me add a little but, context before what? we did. Let me add a little context. Let me add a little context. So they were asking reason questions about what went wrong with like the rollout process this time around with this project. Mm. And reason was pretty much alluding to the fact that he doesn't feel like the label was doing their part right. as they should have, or as he feel like feels like they should have mm-hmm. in terms of promoting the project or getting the right features or even like holding the project back, which you mentioned uh, before and making him like wait on the project. He said a lot of these songs are about two years old, you know, and that's when Musa and or I forgot if they called Musa or if Musa called them. I think I didn't they see that part. I think they might have called Musa, and then kind of like tried to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, most so, likely that makes more sense. So because it was a live stream, so I'm I'm assuming he probably didn't know Musa didn't know what's going on. I'm assuming so they probably called him. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say also I was gonna add I saw uh, reasons 
uh, interview today on the Breakfast Club, and he said um, conversations like with like that with him and Musa are regular. He said like they're actually a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it was done publicly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was done you, publicly. You, you can't be. That's my thing. Like, all right, so top top obviously believes in reason, right? He's the one who green lighted reason being on on TDE. But obviously he stepped down, you know, he wants to enjoy the fruits of his labor. He created one of the greatest hip hop labels of all time. So now his son takes over. But it's like, if you're now the president, you gotta take your bias out of certain stuff and realize when you're on public forums, you can't make your artists look crazy like that. Like you can't, cause Reason wasn't really saying anything. He, I, I think Musa took a lot of those things personally because obviously he's a president and like he represents the label, but he wasn't saying, hey, Musa was the one that held me back. He was just saying, hey, these are X, Y, and Z reasons why, <laughs> reasons, funny, but these are the X, Y, and Z reasons why I wasn't able to drop as quickly or I wasn't able to, you know, execute on songs and ideas I had being, you know, he, he had brought up like, he had EPs that he wanted to drop like two or three years ago. They didn't let him drop it. And then Musa came on the pod talking about, you know, he doesn't have motion and he's not like Doichi and Ray Vaughn. He doesn't have motion. He's not doing X, Y, Z. But yeah, that part I didn't agree with. I agree with the Dochi part. Like Dochi is low key popping right now. But Ray Vaughn, Ray Vaughn hasn't done shit. I, I, I would have been hella offended if you talking about some nigga that dropped like one EP after you saw him, but like right. nobody talking about him, bro. Like he's on tour with, with Zay right now, but. That but, that's Zay giving him a look like that. That don't mean he got motion. That that's Zay's motion, bro. Yeah, but I think the craziest part about it is that he he said and he asked him this. And he he said, "Stop me when I'm lying." I tried to bring two or three EPs to y'all like two or three years ago, right? And he wouldn't even answer that. So that, that that's a signal, right that, there. That, that's a whole nother discussion, well, though. Like, but then he's like, "All right, the EP songs that I brought up." Are the same songs on the album, but then Musa trying to say the quality was low. So how are you saying the quality was low then? But then now the same songs on the album that's out now. That that's a that's a direct contradiction. Right, real well, quick, and he would not answer that, bro. Right. Well, we can. So I, 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 well, that's that all that I want to say. Because yeah. I, I have a rebuttal for that. But. For sure. I want to say Reason dropped two years ago, right? Twenty twenty. Uh, so three years. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Is it uh, be you? Uh, new beginnings. Yeah. I, I might be playing devil's advocate, but I don't think that's that long of a wait for a I Reason. Don't think that's that long either. And I will say he's the only one that has a three year. Everybody else is like four or five years. Exactly. Yeah, at like, the most, yeah. though, he's he's the shortest. Yeah, which which is why I'm like, I don't think he waited that long. And if you're saying like, oh, they're telling you not to drop this EP because low quality, and the songs that were on that EP are now on your album. What's that saying about the album? I was say but the album is getting great reception though. Is it like low quality in terms of like production or terms of because? You know, they didn't even say because it's like it could still be the same song, but maybe it just it wasn't mixed right. Maybe he, he didn't even say why Doichi and Ray Vaughn have more Doshi. motion than him. Doshi, my bad, uh, have more motion than him. He just said they Doshi have more for motion. Sure does. Doshi for sure yeah, does. I agree but, with Doshi. Um, the Ray Vaughn one was out of pocket. I, he shouldn't have said either, but that's what I'm saying. As the president, it's like why? And I guess maybe that's a tactic as a president. Some presidents have done that labels in the past where they kind of pit their artists against each other and then, you know, the cream rises to the top. But I don't know, man. The top? <laughs> I keep doing this shit, man. I'm, well, they said, I should like, be a rapper. Well, I guess, like, even from, like, what like what I was hearing, it's like, these conversations are regular. Like I said, it just, like, they're even more worse. So I could, I, yeah. could, I could see, like, a label as an entity, as, like, someone, because... 
saying like, yeah, no, nah, you need to get your shit together before we put this out. We got money behind you. If you drop a project and it makes us no money, then well, like you know, what are we going to do? And not even from like the money standpoint, like back to the quality standpoint, if like your bar is like, hey, nine out of like every four out of five of our artists drop a classic. If that's the bar, mm. then okay, maybe when you drop it, like okay, you're gonna have like rave reviews, but it's not classic. You feel me? Right. And maybe that's what they're coming from, where it's all like, oh, we want the best for you. Yeah, we're gonna push your shit back till you have that classic in hand. Like if you think about Kendrick, multiple classics. Schoolboy Q has Blank Face. J Rock has Redemption. Uh, Ab Soul has. You know, you had to. Redemption as a classic. Oh no, I was just saying. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, that's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's for sure. I was, I was gonna say. I was like, Damn, this nigga clocking me. He, no, no, he I, didn't give me the side eye. I, 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 I just, I just gotta make sure. Niggas can't stretch. Absol has control system. You know, Scissor has multiple classics. Isaiah Rashad has Sylvia demo. So you, you coming from this label that every time they break an artist. What about Zakari? He got a classic. Does Zakari have an album? Or he does, does he, he just does, have, no, he not does to have, my knowledge. He, he does have an album. He has a tape. No, like about, uh, it's like it had a wolf on the album cover. I just can't remember the name right now. I forget now. his name is the other dude on TDE. Uh, sir? Not sir. Sir. Sir has no, a classic. Sir for sure sir has, has a classic. classic. But there's the, what's the other guy? He's also a singer. Uh, Lance Skywalker? Lance Skywalker. He, he makes yeah, beats. Skywalker. He's more of a beat maker. Okay. okay. Um, and right. then Zakari's more of a feature artist. Like if we're being honest, oh, so now we changing it up for Zakari. You said every artist got a classic. I said I four out of every five. I think you make this sound like the every, tape. every artist the tape. has a. Four so out you of just five. don't count Zakari? I said four out of five. Schoolboy got one too. I'm an accountant, so I know Wait, how to do math. You and the engineer. Yeah, oh, so you're not counting Schoolboy? Blankface. I said Blankface. So it's Kendrick, SZA, yep, Zakari. J Rock, okay, and Schoolboy, and I think I think that's there's it? more than five artists on TV. What about Sir? Like, that's why I'm saying like Sir has a classic. I think you said four out of five. Like I, yeah, that's I'm, what I'm confused. I was, I was oh, doing okay. like a basic. Cool. Four I thought out, it was more okay. Four, four uh, out of five. I think that's what let's just say like percent. Sure. Let's sure. just say percentile. Sure. No, I got you. Now. Sorry, the engineer is coming out of me right now. Percentile, four out of five, eighty percent. Of TDE has classics. Yeah, I got you. Okay, you can tell me if I'm wrong. No, that's and you fair. can tell me who you. No, it's just the five number you. is what threw me off. I was like, there's okay. more than five. Okay, <laughs> for sure. Right. I, was, I was gonna all say, right, right, I, I listed them out too, just to make sure I didn't miss Sir. That chasing summer record. Sir is fucking Same. fire, bro. Yep, man. But yeah, man, I feel like <laughs> even I was listening to Portraits, and we're gonna get into this when we talk about the project. I do feel like. There was a high floor on porches and it didn't reach its ceiling. And what if he waited like another year and just developed the project a little bit more? What if he went back and revisited like some of those songs? Because you have that luxury being signed to a label. You're not independent no more. So you don't have to churn shit out like mm. on the regular as like an independent artist would. Mm. You have label back and you can just chill out and just kind of like let shit come together you feel me that's true the only pushback I'll say on that is maybe if they let him put out some of these EPs he would have felt like alright now I can move on and make some new songs but see if but it's they like EPs. you're not letting me put out what I feel like is pretty solid then it's like I'm in this perpetual you know I don't know you're just stuck in the stuck in the mud pretty much you're stuck in the same place so that's the only pushback I'll give on that that's that's a good point though I'm gonna say though, but if the EPs were uh, were basically ass, everybody would have been looking at TDE. Like you gotta remember, TDE got a name. So like, if your artist come out, put something out, and it's trash, 
then everybody gonna be looking at like what happened, why 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 y'all dropped the ball with reason. Yeah, whether it's trash, whether it's mid, or sometimes whether if it was just bad timing, because mm-hmm. that's a lot of it with like major artists. Look at Roddy Rich, bro. You can't tell me that Roddy Rich puts out trash music now, but the social narrative on him changed, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't matter what he puts out. Every time he puts out a song, what are you gonna see on Twitter? Oh, Roddy yeah, Rich fell out. Roddy oh, he Rich fell out. Weird, he bro. fell off. So you gotta really like play this game like right. Like I feel like TDE is one of the few like labels that actually do it correctly. Cause I mean we're seeing it with Lil Baby, his brother's on the top, lasted for what a year. Yep. And now he can't sell. Like he can't sell out stadiums anymore. Well, he tours too much, bro. He oversaturates himself. Well, that's this our nigga point. Did. Yeah. That's yeah. Lil Dirk's album. No, Lil Dirk's tour, the, the 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 Heroes and Villains tour. Then he did Chris Brown's tour. Then he doing like he. That's his problem. I think I was gonna say I think the thing is like I'd rather rate wait for a really good project mm. than be flooded with like projects that are just mid, even though I'm getting a whole bunch of it. Mm. So I like if if I don't know what goes on in the studio, so if they heard it and said this is not ready, because mm. it sounded like tracks and when we were here it was like, nah, this is not it. And then we got the projects we're hearing now and I'm pretty sure we're gonna get into it, then I'm okay with that wait. This is my question though. Nobody on TDE really do they put out EPs like that though? I feel like that's not really their the last EP I remember blueprint is you know the, I mean? the Kendrick Lamar EP. Right. Everything so, else that's what I'm saying. everything else is a tape so, or or projects. They just put out an EP. It's like they do it in the beginning, but it's like then after EP. like okay. was that yeah. before she signed though? The Z? You talking about Z? Yeah. Oh, that might yeah, that might have been before she signed. So that's what I'm saying. That might just be, you know, a blueprint type of thing where it's like you gotta understand where you sign it to. That's not really in their nature to put out EPs like that. They just like y'all saying, they just put out bodies of work that everybody deems as classics. So And in this market, like in this market where we're getting a lot of mid and we're getting a lot of trash. Yeah. We like maybe some maybe some more artists need to wait. (laughs) That's what I was complaining about. I don't know if y'all be seeing like my tweets sometimes, but I just be like, bro, there's too many albums out to where my queue is crazy. Like I have 15 albums just sitting there because everybody dropping every fucking day, bro. Yeah, imagine that as a (laughs) DJ, as a DJ, like you. You don't even like you get so many songs you don't even know if they're gonna hit or not and even if they do hit it's like gone like here today gone tomorrow man so uh, it's like and you gotta listen to all of it just phase out okay which is a hit which isn't a hit yeah it's, it's too much music out so yeah, yeah. i'd rather i'd rather artists wait and the shit all sounds the same too so i can only mm-hmm. imagine as a dj like trying to like figure out like all right what i'm gonna play that's gonna actually make people move and they're not just be like wait didn't we just hear this like yep damn all right, so speaking of reason, this is a music podcast, as you guys should know by now. So the Delamo rapper, coming from Carson, comes back with his sophomore album with Carson TDE, in the house. looking to cement himself as one of the leading lyricists in the genre. Porches hits heavy on both his upbringing, his standing on his label, his relationships with women, friendly and otherwise. But before we dig deeper on it, let's listen to a little bit. I push the shit to the max. Four and I blew through the racks. 
I gotta make this shit back. July 2017. Way too many fans and not enough wins in here. I take the shit, make it double, it's feeling like twins in here. God, please take the wheel, I'm driving with sins in here. Funny you started it, I came around out of the end. The devil been pushing the pedal, I drive that humble shit. Uh, what'd y'all think when you first listened to this project? I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like it. I already know. I, I can already <laughs> sense y'all energy, so I, I already know it's gonna be one on two. So here's a, here's get ready, y'all. No, here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't like it at first. I gave it another listen. I liked it a little bit more. And then on the drive here, I took another listen, and it hit. It it, it hit. Well, okay, then. I was about. Yeah, no, I was about to come here and talk a lot of shit. Well, okay, then. I was, I was about to. I was about to say like I could see why he said what he said in the interview, but I, I got a different perspective in the car. Mm. Well, that's good that you had three listens like that. I think mm-hmm. in this era, we don't have enough people that are actually listening to projects multiple times, so they just listen to it once and they're like, "Oh, that's mid," and then they just move on. So, yeah. Uh, personally, I thought. Overall, the messaging was really good, you know, even from just like the description um, that EJ just gave right there. It was really smooth transitions, like with the skits and everything. I thought it flowed pretty naturally. And I think he I I feel like I forget exactly what song it was, but, you know, there's little remnants of Good Kid, Mad City. I feel like in there where he's trying to, you know, tell that story of like how he came up and how we can kind of see it through his lens, like coming up in Delamo. So, see, yeah. so it's funny you bring that up. There was two issues I had with this project. Mm. One was the skits just okay. felt out of place on the songs that like he would put the skits on. Mm. Really? Like if he put the skit at the beginning of the next song that he was leading into, it would make more sense. But like listening to like gang shit and then mm-hmm. listening to women talking about like what what was that storyline? Can you uh, tell me the storyline of the skits? When they were just talking about, oh, we need to get a new nigga. Like, Reason got money and he got clouded. I'm talking shit, about right? the storyline. There was multiple oh, skits on oh, the just project. Like, oh, the whole storyline. Of, of, of women talking. And uh, I just didn't understand. I was just I, like. I think it's just him being, like, in his neighborhood and just, you know, regular things going on. But. I don't think he's talking about those ones. I think he's talking about. You're talking about specifically the women, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I just. Uh, I, I was like, what's I, going I, on? I agree with you. It was a little bit convoluted. If the women. It, part it of felt it, out of place. It was a little out of place. My my second one is there's multiple songs on here. But the other skits I like, though. There's multiple songs on here where he, he it sounds like he's doing a Kendrick impression. For sure. And. For sure. It's not that the songs are bad. Like, they're good songs. And I feel like the whole time I'm listening to it, I was just like, dang. If Kendrick had put this song out, it probably would go top ten. It didn't make me want to listen to Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, like, for while, sure. While I was listening, it, it was to very him. Good Kid, Mad City ish. And, and like, but I mean that in a good way. I feel like y'all taking that a whole different direction. It's but. if it's so close to to where I'm like, I'd rather just yeah. listen to Kendrick. Then mm-hmm. yeah, it, it for me personally ends up being a negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the songs where he didn't sound like Kendrick, and I did like the songs where he sounded like Kendrick too. But I just didn't like him as much because I was like, I'd rather hear Kendrick do this song. Yeah, because that was my only criticism too. Just to like, it sounded too much like a, it actually it sounded like almost pieces of each TDE artist, and it wasn't like distinctive enough. Like where Reason sets himself apart from the rest, even though he signed the TDE. I think it makes it worse that he signed the TDE and sounds like other like TDE or 
previous TD artists where I think it needs to be more, okay, I'm this is my lane. Let me make sure this out like this is reason I I'm the standalone. It kinda gives needs to take more time to find his sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. But no. he, but he's like he's a quality artist though. I'm not I'm I don't want shit on reason. Like mm-hmm. he, like I like the project. Like it was a good project. I just feel like like I said earlier, like I feel like this had the potential to become a classic if a couple things would change if some songs were changed a little bit if you put a little bit more time into mm. certain records the sequencing changed up take a couple songs out like he, he definitely Maybe has take a couple songs out if he could put a couple songs out Sometimes, sometimes songs just shouldn't come out. So, like, <laughs> so you see like, what I did there? Sometimes songs shouldn't come out. Sometimes songs shouldn't come out. Like that's something you learn as an artist, where it's just like you might fuck with the song, mm. but you gotta like understand, like okay, maybe this should just stay with me. You feel yeah, me? Because it could be real, like some, like a lot of the, most of the songs were really good, but I think some could have been taken out as well. It's just um. Sometimes, like I think even Kendrick said, like fighting over like good kids, they were fighting for those songs, like you, like, and they're probably quality songs, but they just they don't fit with the project overall. So I always think like you know shorter, you know shorter is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing with this album, and he touches on it multiple times, like on gang shit and one of the other songs too. But you know, just the expectations is coming on as like a lyrical rapper on TDE, especially when you come in behind Kendrick too. I feel like he's the first- Coming behind Zay. He didn't come behind Kendrick, he came behind Zay. <laughs> and that's what fucked him up. I feel like he would have had an easier time coming behind Kendrick because Kendrick does, doesn't have a cult following. That nigga Zay, yeah, Zay has a cult, cult following. following. So pretty much, and Zay, and Zay, Zay, is Zay can do no wrong, wrong pretty much. Internet niggas will get you out of here. Kendrick is that's more true. like I'll, a, I'll, a rap I'll say this, like Zay point. can do no wrong. Pretty much no matter what Zay does, niggas gonna fuck with him. Like, and Reason touches on this too. Like whatever he puts out, niggas are like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But like, you know, when is so-and-so dropping? And you know, who's gonna be the next Kendrick? So it's like, he's constantly being compared and it's a bar that he's always being, you know, measured against that he can't really, I don't think anybody can reach, Wait, honestly. Did, did anybody ever see Reason as the next Kendrick? I mean, I, I guess maybe I'm speaking for my, I just saw Reason as like, I don't I don't think anybody can ever touch I don't Kendrick's think people caliber. saw him as the next Kendrick. I just feel like every time TDE signs like a rapping ass nigga, yeah. They just expect a certain like level straight out the gate, even mm-hmm. though they weren't even listening to Kendrick straight out the gate. Like they like Kendrick had time to grow, you feel me? Like I remember yeah. when I was in high school listening to like overly OD. dedicated. OD. And I would yeah. like tell people I'm like, yo, Kendrick nice and be like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up. And then <laughs> Kid Mad City came out and then that's when like everything like got shut down. That shit got quiet. You know? huh? So, so yeah. sometimes sometimes like audience themselves like need to let artists grow and they have to expect like not everyone's gonna be Kobe not everyone's gonna be LeBron yeah. some people are gonna take like a couple years to develop bro Yeah, and th- they might not make an all-star team till like their 6th, 7th season and the next thing you know you look up and it's DeMar DeRozan and you're just like dang every night he's putting up 20 and 5 and 5 that's crazy but yeah and I think another like big thing you just touched on was just again with those expectations and you know coming in as a lyrical ass nigga into TDE having those, you know, those comparisons being made, but also just thinking, you know, when he came in that he was going to have, you know, people surrounding him a little bit more and wanting to, you know, 
you know, come around him and just help his success to move forward and grow farther as an artist. But just realizing, you know, they got their own shit on their plate. Like Solo got his kid, Schoolboy got his his daughter and stuff. Like episode got a kid. Like everybody can't. Yeah, yeah everybody can't like sit here and hold your hand and like help you to you know just because you on TDE. That don't mean that like schoolboy gonna be sitting next to you every single day when you're in the studio saying like you should do this or like Kendrick or whatever, you know. And then Kendrick left the label, so I don't even know why we talk about Kendrick anymore. I think so the thing that's, was, that's another part we need to address. I mean, I mean we could that's still a big talk part about, of it. We could still talk I about think Kendrick. Like, but the, but like the come up if you that, talk doesn't, about the, that doesn't help that. If you talk about Cash, you're still gonna talk about LeBron, bro. But I'm gonna say that that hurts reason though. It'll be better if Kendrick's in the building and he can use him as a resource, especially the style of music he does. I think now the thing Kendrick's with the, gone, uh, it's like, that's tough. With the come up, because remember when TD, like for our, when Kendrick was first in the scene with Absol's first in the scene, Schoolboy, J-Rock, they were all together. So it seemed like, yeah. oh, we're getting this coalition of like this black hippie. super rap group. Yeah, black, black hippie. We're getting this like super rap group, which now they're all famous. They're all doing their own thing now. It's not gonna get this super rap group again. So now we're getting like, okay, now it's gonna be it's gonna be just Zay. It's gonna be just I and mean, we got Zay and SZA at the same time. So it just like like T D kinda like it was like, oh, we're like this family reloading. Like we're interested in the brand. And you know, now everybody who comes after is like you kinda on your you're on your own. You're not gonna so, be hanging like, out with uh it's like the third generation. Millionaire yeah. Kendrick. And, and yeah. it and it is different when you like for like Kendrick and Schoolboy and them, like with Black Hippie like they were getting out the gutter. They they, they were, were together. Like TDE, they together. TDE as a name wasn't shit, bro. Facts. But now they built it into a brand name. Like if you listen to music, you know like who TDE. Well, I mean, if you listen to rap music, you know who you TDE should know is, who TDE bro. Is, and sure. if you don't, then you don't really listen to rap music because they birthed all these great like West Coast hip hop artists. Uh, but let's continue on. We're gonna yeah. start with Najati. What was the best song on the project? Best song. Best I want to go with uh, "Family First. That was my favorite song. That was that one had uh, that one even initially when I uh, before like, before you talk too much. Yes, <laughs> we gonna listen a little bit. Oh, okay. Real nigga, I put that fan verse. Uh, the guy that good a nigga answer. When I get rich, then we get rich, make sure that plan work. Yeah, I put that bitch and then I dip she she in cancer. Can't let no hoe come make me crash, I gotta land first. Yeah. My family hustle, they was pitching, used to ran work. Shout out to Dixon, that's my nigga from that sand yurt. Yeah. Look, one app to date, nigga. If he ain't help me get that bouquet, shit, no plate with him. Give me my flies while I'm here, you can't be late with him. I treat that honor like a roommate, high state with it. Why'd you like the song? Well, first, the production. I, you know, I like anything that I can walk to, anything that got that West Coast sound. So that initially, initially, that's the first listen. Second listen, uh, I'm a big Kalon, like Kalon for real fan. So I saw his name immediately press play and he did his thing on his verse so like you don't think like a reason and a k-line gonna get together and like you know make music and i'm glad that they linked up like you know just to put that together like put that together and then also just then like listening to it listening back to what they were talking about listening about family i was like okay there's me there's also meaning behind this as well so it was just like just a triple threat yeah, I was shocked hearing this too for real verse. Like when I first saw his like uh his name like as a feature, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is gonna be like a bop towards the end. 
and they ended up being like this like laid back little like introspective type of like mm-hmm. track you know so yeah no i'll fuck with this song too i'll fuck with this song too and two for for he, he got like one of the most unique voices yep. on the west coast right now yep. so you, you can always hear when his verse come on bro but uh Henry, what was your uh, favorite song off the project if if you my brother don't be king mm. i love that that's a bar Shout out to Kari. Uh, my favorite song was uh, Gang Shit. That was up there for me, too. Gang Shit. Let's listen to it a little bit. So y'all be talking about gang shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's that real life shit, nigga. Memories countless hours. Smoking on some potent sour. We used to watch Rocket Power on a couple fingers count at the times. You would reach out. I guess your music reaching thousands. So fuck it, you don't need hours. So fuck us, you don't need hours. Ain't say it, but feel your sentiments. Bougie all in your ligaments. Use the hood for your benefits. Benefit off your kin and them. Gang banging for privilege. Screaming Delamo steady for clout, but we know your innocence, nigga. I know everything reads. Know your auntie really heme, so they letting you breathe. Know your bitches, know your feelings. This ain't jealousy, Reese. This is paying back the piper system diapers. You used to be here just like us. You moving too high. Look down on regular guys. Look down from pedestals. Spend that narrative every time. Reason I really know you. I swear this ain't jealousy now. Reason I really know you. Wait, I thought you knew me as Rob. You was my cousin brother. I love Why'd you like this record? I mean, I kind of touched on it earlier, you know, just with those TDE expectations. I feel like he addressed those head on as he does in a bunch of his songs. Um... I forget the uh, Lambo truck with him and Cause on the Dreamville shit, but like, he always addresses, you know, how there's doubters within his camp, you know, Musa specifically, but there's others. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, Top was the one who signed him. That's the one who believes him. So, um, you know, he, he got big shoes to fill, but he, he's aware of that and, you know, he's going to keep doing his thing. Yeah, I always like when artists, like, address, like, turmoil with, with whether it be label or just like in their like personal life and it's real shit like you, you don't have to be like oh is he making this shit up like obviously we saw it yeah. transpire out in the public and then this, the album comes out and then this is like they're in the middle of the project and it's like yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah we see exactly what you talking about um my favorite song on the project what you got a broken winter break that was good one too sir so uh, that was on the list too you gonna listen Oh yeah, this shit hard. Hungry snotty nose, hood niggas without some options. Chilling plot Friday night, me some ducats. Nigga was popping, he was born inside that life. I'm his friend, I went to college. I'm at home for winter break. When I got back, some niggas robbed me, ain't get everything. I try to talk them out that life, give them some better dreams. Like you ain't gotta keep hustling, nigga, there's better things. But he's stuck in it, nigga, fuck it. His pops got seven mowers, his mom's and his little brother on that porch chilling. Think about retaliation and getting some more chicken. It's all frozen cold, I'm talking that corpse spilling. 
So this is one of those songs where you could be like, oh yeah, yeah, I could see like the Good Kid, Mad City like influence type shit. For sure. Where like he's just getting to the storytelling bag, and I wish he did this more on the project. I feel and like this was like one of those like high points. I feel like most of the high points came from like more of the laid back introspective tracks than it did from like his like more like hyped up like tracks. And I feel like if he had spent more time like curating the project around like shit like this, I feel like it would have been. It would have leveled up a bit. I still like the project. I just feel like it was, it had another level like that could have been unlocked on this project. Um, yeah, that I really fucked with. This is a kind of like a sidebar, but it's all related. You know, on both of y'all songs that y'all picked as the best songs. Uh, kind of touched on this when I was potting before, but reason was actually my point guard in college at junior college. So that was Rob. That's my guy. What up, Rob? But uh, essentially, our family first. He shout out our other homie Dante, and then like his brother P. So it's just cool to see him, you know, on Family First, he's still shouting out the niggas that like was with him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, uh, what's this one called? Rent Windows? A Broken Window Break. Broken Windows Break. Window uh, Break. Window Break, yeah. Winter Break. Winter Break, my season. <laughs> That's that tequila. Did you, listen? <laughs> Did you listen to the project? My bad. No, I'm terrible with song names. <laughs> here we hear this now. Here uh, yeah, this thing goes. But on that song, it was interesting just hearing, you know, Cause he had to, so after he left JC, he went to hoop out in the Midwest. So he's probably just talking about like when he came back for like winter break from there. And, uh, you know, it's just dope to just kind of hear how like, you know, he got into that shit in the neighborhood and, you know, you get caught up cause your homies is still, you know, doing that street shit, even though, you know, you removed yourself and you try to chase better and bigger things. So yeah. shout out Reese. All right. So we got to move on to the songs to delete. I'm sorry for you, Najati. Which song are you deleting from this project? Was it uh, FTN with uh, we oh, have Baby, Baby Tate. Tate? Yeah, oh. I fuck with Baby Tate too. It was, I uh, fuck with her too. Yeah, Reason was on his hating nigga shit on that one. I'm sorry, that that, that nigga was hating dirty <laughs> Mac. Dirty Mac. Oh, on the song. Okay, I was wait, about to say. What do you mean? What he said? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? He said on the song, interview or bro. something, bro. Like I was like, wait, the hold song up. is called "Fuck That Nigga." <laughs> wait, what he's talking you know? about? Wait, what he say, bro? Mm. Mm. You know, sometimes you know. <laughs> nah, niggas nah, gotta I be dirty I, Mac. I don't know. Bro. I don't. I, I don't know. Man. But you know, I never got some niggas do live that life. We can't act like there's no dirty Max out here. There, there are dirty. We get the turn from somewhere, right? I be seeing it in front of my face sometimes. I'll talk to a girl. I'll turn my back. Somebody else talking her. That's crazy. And I'll be like, Yo, why my name in your mouth? That's crazy. Y'all don't want these problems get married. Oh, yeah, wow. see? Hey, yo, we didn't even touch on that. Congratulations. Bro. Yes, sir. Mr. Burrow. Thank you. Put respect on his fucking name. <laughs> he got a missus at home. Yes, sir. And, and a child. Huh? Yeah, a child. I got a cat. There's, oh, there's, a, there's a, a child. Don't put that on me. Hey, once you start using them as an excuse while you're late, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that's your kid there's now, There's a child involved. That, that's, your, that's your kid, bro. I can't wait to have kids so I can use that as excuse. Oh, no, I can't go. Just get a plant, bro. I, I can't go. My Just kid. get a plant. Yeah. Look, my plant's dying, too. Oh, I, shit. I, I got to get that nigga out of here, bro. He he killing the vibes. See, I don't think a plant will work. I think a, a pet will work, though. Niggas be calling their plants kids, bro. For real? They do. I be calling them my children. Yeah. The good ones. I got three. Oh, uh, you're one of them, but kind of bad. I mean, he, he be acting up. He or she. He, or, or they not mine. Oh, he fostered. Nah, they they just the shelter. Shelter. You can they, foster a plant. They they they, <laughs> they just there. Now, if it decides to get its shit together, yo, that's mine. That's mm-hmm. mine. All right. But the way it's looking right now, couldn't be mine. Hell mm. nah. Looking right at you. You know, because summertime, it's a little that too just, hot. 
He just needs some. He thirsty. He needs yeah, some need, water. Needs needs some love, some tender love and care. I, I be giving them water. <laughs> Man, all right. Song to delete. Oh yeah, yeah. My song uh, is actually gonna be. Which one is it? Which one is it? You yeah, it's Caucasian it. Estates. Really? That's what I got. I like that. Uh, I, okay, I, all right. I yeah. intro. I intro. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. why I was gonna say. I know you're gonna get pushback, but go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, oh, I can get into it now. <laughs> No, it's definitely going to. I was just making a comment. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I picked Caucasian Estates. That was honestly the one song I really... There's another one where I was a little bit iffy about, but that was the one song I really didn't like. I, I understand. I think the song to me, from what I took from it, is like he kind of talking about when he got on, signed to TDE, you know, he, he ascends and, you know, he's in a different tax bracket, different neighborhood, all that. He flexing. It was cool. I just didn't need... I. I personally didn't need that one, so. I fucked with it. I, I, I don't like know what's LA right now. <laughs> like, I was playing I that it. shit. I was like, yeah, I feel, I feel this shit because they be staring at you crazy, bro. Mm. And it's like, nah, I'm in your neighborhood now, bro. Like, I'm here to be a menace. Like, not, not in like a negative way, but like, just my presence makes me a menace to these to these people. So I was like, yeah, I'm. I heard that. Caucasian states, bro. Like, but. Uh, yeah, so that was my one. My song to the lead. I was going between a couple, really like the Kendrick ones, like "Add It Again" and "You Better." Really stood out to me. I was just like, those those sound like Kendrick songs. <laughs> um, I ended up going with Gina with August Alcina. I like yeah. I, I I wasn't really fucking with it. I think it was the Will Smith bar, like just to start off. I was just like, come on, man. I don't even I, remember that bar. He said, "I'm fucking on like your girl, like August, like August or some shit like that." With August Alcina on the song, I was just like, ah, I, I don't know. I heard the Cougar, like, August Alcina. I didn't hear the, okay, I must have missed that yeah, shit. It's probably the same bar. I was uh, just, I was just okay. like, all right. Maybe we, we, Chris Rock fan or something. I yeah, know. I was like, I know what you're referencing. Like, <laughs> you, chose, you chose the wrong side, my brother. Which is the song where he does, you know, he does the high-pitched voice as, like, his friend talking to him, projecting kind of about, like, you know, his insecurities about him being on, being in TDE, being wealthy and successful. And then like he switches his voice like that was the the clearest Kendrick, like that wasn't gang shit. Was that gang shit? I thought it was. It might. I, I could be wrong. I, I thought yeah. it was. I thought he started off like that song, uh, speaking from like someone else's point of view. I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. But I could be wrong. I don't know. I only listened to this like three, four times. It yeah. is still relatively new, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah. it's been what like two, three weeks. Yeah. So, all right, ratings out of ten. Start off with Henry. Mm, I got a nine out of ten actually. Nine out of ten. Okay, so okay. I okay. really fuck with this project. The, okay. the more I listen to it, the more I realized it, like Caucasian Estates was really the only one I didn't need. Um, the one with, I'll acknowledge that gang shit was very reminiscent of a good kid, Mad City, like Kendrick esque, and that was a direct reference to that. And then also. Um, Rich Mirages was essentially just Chicago freestyle. It's the same song, but still a good song. Um, so I just gave it a nine out of ten. I thought overall, like just the way he was just able to speak about some of the insecurities he has, you know, now that he's on as an artist, um, how his family perceives him, uh, just like childhood stuff coming up, you know, in Delamo. And just like how he packaged it together with the skits and everything, outside of just like the women in the middle, I agree that was a little, it was a little bit out of place. But um, and then of course just touching on TDE, 
you know, just issues and expectations. I thought overall it was a great album. Like coming from there you have it to new beginnings and then now with um Damn, I can't even remember the name of this damn project, bro. Porches. Porches. But that's the tequila. But uh This your This your point guard. <laughs> He says my point guard. Yeah. You, oh yeah. You I mean, that, that's he said guard. that, right? Yeah. He said oh, that okay. again. Yeah, he said it. I'm not tripping. It's the tequila. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought he made another big jump. Um, I'm not gonna be super critical of him. That's my guy. So, you know how that is. Oh, so, so. Like, if it, if it sure wasn't, yeah. If it wasn't your it's, guy, what I'm gonna acknowledge the bias. The same way reason <laughs> acknowledge some of the bullshit at TDE. I'm acknowledge the bias too. Uh, <laughs> All right, Siraj. What about you? I'm going to give it a. Eight out of ten. Oh, yeah, eight, eight out of ten. So, okay. I think it hit. It, it definitely hit every note as far as lyrics, production, storytelling. It hit every note for me. I think the big, my biggest complaint is the too much like sounding like Kendrick or the too much sounding like every other TDE artist and not like being distinctive enough. Also, this might be very nitpicky. I hate when he calls himself Reese. Like, just say Reason. You don't like Reeves? Yeah, nah, I, I, I you like shorten something that doesn't really need to be short. Just I, I, I say like, reason. Like sometimes, sometimes you can't use the two syllables. Because reason is too common. Yo, you know what I mean? Is it? Like, when you say reason, it's like, wait, what you mean? Like, what are you talking about? When you say Reeves, that's a very specific person you, you talk about now. Uh, like, uh, we don't call anything Reeves. What, what's Reeves? You know what I mean? I still be a nitpicky. I, I admit being nitpicky. <laughs> but, I just don't like it. I'm like, just say reason. That's what the, you and we got talk the shit on this chain now, so, you know. I gave it a 7 out of 10. This is actually my favorite Reason project. Um, yeah. I'm excited to hear what his next project sounds like in four or five years. I feel like that <laughs> nigga's gonna really put some like good shit out. Um, four or five years. That fucking killed me. <laughs> but we'll see, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, um, my my real like takeaways with... <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That four or five years fucking killed me, bro. Because you know it's about to be about four or five years, yeah. nigga. Especially, especially with that back and forth. <laughs> like, mm. Oh, yeah. Um, they're not going to press the button on that. Top going to get niggas to sit in the office like, all right, now. You said going to come out with three projects. That's Long Beach, bro, in the house. Come on now. East side. Oh, man. All right. But, yeah, I gave it seven. I was really close to giving it eight. Um, but really okay. what, like when I would go back to it, I ended up like having to skip like the songs that sound like Kendrick a little too much. Even though I liked them, I was just like, nah, this just doesn't sound like Reason. Even though I don't, I don't know what Reason sound like. Who knows? Maybe that's like his real voice. Um, and then also like the sequencing of the project, I was really fucking with. Like, if you're gonna put, it was going too back and forth between like the the hype songs and the laid back tracks. I felt like every other song was just back and forth back and forth so i didn't know where where my soul was really gonna sit you feel me like i need to be eased into some shit i need like a vibe with some shit for a little bit before we switch you feel me um but yeah seven out of ten um which is pretty hard for me um so yeah he's not the only one that dropped though mm-hmm. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Nas for a little bit let's go godson the Living Legend comes back with his fourth collaborative album with producer Hit Boy. This resurgence stemming from the duo has brought, uh, this resurgence stemming from the duo has brought him back to the forefront of hip hop conversations and even got him his first ever Grammy win. Looking to continue with the success, the two return with Magic Two. But before we talk about it even further, let's listen a little bit. 
It's that real life shit, nigga. Losing the stock. This shit just flowing like water. Let it flow. Bruce Lee said, "Be like I ain't water." I'm thinking. <laughs> like water. It just goes. Hip-hop's back, Esco, they know over 808, some fatal over samples, I go, yeah, yo, crack music like the Yates on Plugged In, jumper cables, trap, bumping like prenatal 70s, I play with Play-Doh, all I see a bunch of Fredo's, Godfather, they on payroll, they on go, when I say so, not to kill, not a halo, they gon' build, plant tomatoes in the field, not Ojay, no white truck negotiator on the phone, talking paper, offers hours all day, though. I'm from the hood that started the year. Go and check and do your research. I started the surge. That big necklace shit. After the 80s, after I kill, I resurrected it. Chess is lit, freezing. I pull the vortex in it. Uh, what'd y'all think when you first listened to this project? Mm. Uh, I mean, overall, just for me, being a big Nas fan. And as, of course, it's like the run that he's been on with Hit Boy starting from what 2020 with the first KD. Uh, I was a little bit underwhelmed the first time I heard it, but I think it was helpful for me uh, having to listen to it a lot more times. You know, just preparing for this pod. So similar to Najati with uh, Porches, I think it got a lot better as I listened to it. But I, I felt like when I listened to some of his other projects in the past three years, I thought most of them was like classics just out the gate. So. It's almost like that um, that conundrum where it's like you you being compared against your perfection. So mm. I thought it was solid, though. It was solid. Um, what about you, Siraj? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I liked it first listen, you know, right out the gate. I think um, it felt like Nas is kind of on his victory lap. Like he he's ce- he's celebrating his success. He's celebrating his legend status, and then of course. The Hit Boy link up, they never miss on production. It just seems like those two are always locked in. It doesn't feel like it's getting stale. Like, you know, he's done like King's Disease, Magic. Like, he's done multiple projects with Hit Boy. And, like, it doesn't sound redundant. It sounds like they still on top of their game. They're still on top of their shit. So, I say every, every, I think, beat production and how Nas just locks into each, each flow and just each style and just gets into his, like, you know, um, I'm like I'm success bag. I like each like I like each each song. Yeah, this was probably my favorite um, project by by them two. To be wow. honest, um, I feel like the other projects, not including the first Magic, of uh, I'll speak mainly on like the King's Diseases. I feel like they were playing too much on the like oh let's have some radio friendly like type songs and shit like that. We're having like commercial friendly songs. And I feel like that's never been Nas's bag. Like he's not that he's never tried. He's always attempted, right? He's always attempted, but he's never excelled at that. And I feel like this project, just letting him just rap over some like hard ass beats. I feel like this is really where he like shows where he's able to excel and shit like that. So th- this is this is my favorite like project by the two of them. For sure. Only thing I'll say on that is I agree. Like KD one, there was a lot of like attempts at, at I guess like radio play or you know commercial friendly music. But KD two and three, I would say they went in the complete opposite direction. And for sure, the first Magic is definitely not in that vein. So I'm not sure where you're getting that from, honestly. I could want me to pull up like the just the features on the King's Disease. There's no features on KD two. Is it? Yeah, there's Eminem and oh, KD3 Charlie Wilson's on it, Blast is on it, 
What, like, what are, we, what are we talking about? <laughs> so, so you got Charlie, so you Charlie <laughs> Wilson, so you're trying to get to the radio? I like how EJ fact like, checks in real time. I'm like, KD, all right, look at KD. All right, look at KD. All right, check KD3, though. I, I, I know one of them KD3, them KDs has no features, bro. Yeah, KD3 doesn't have a feature. That's what I'm talking about. So what you mean? That's not radio. What you mean? Okay, so one of, so one of, one of his kings. The first his, one. The first one, yes, for sure, with Don Toliver. And, and the second no, one, too. I, the second one, too. Go listen I, to that Blast track and tell me you enjoy that shit. Are mm. you talking about YKTV? I don't even remember the name. I can go look it back. The Blast I one agree is, with you. The first brunch one. On, brunch on Sundays? Brunch on br- Sundays? You don't fuck with no brunch on Sundays? It's like... Actually, yeah. The, se- the second one was kind of like my least favorite out of the series. But I felt I like... Then it would be the first hey, one. Hey, Boogie with the hoodies on and this Friday too? What are we talking about, bro? Like, I, I said what I said, man. Two out of the three Kings diseases had hella features that looked like they were going to try and be as commercial as possible. Wow. So, that's crazy. I mean, I can't, I can't blame it because like... When people talk about Nas before then, they were like, oh, he doesn't pick tracks. He doesn't have good beat selection. That's what they always said about him. He's always trying to, like, be the super rapper on these whack-ass beats. But now, like... Now he get good beats. Yeah, he linked up. So I understand. Like, I I understand why it... You can have good beats and not try and be commercial. Like, not everyone has... That's that's the first time I ever heard that, bro. I feel like there was really... That was on some street shit, bro. What, King's Disease? All of them. Yeah, everything, bro. Other than maybe the first KD, like KD1, I could see how, like, you know, Replace Me with Don Tolliver and, like, uh, I'll have to look at, I I love the song, but um, I'll have to look at the damn track list right now. You pull it up. And plus, uh, you kind of want the uh, you want the older artist to kind of lead with the younger one. Like, dude, even on uh, Magic, like, he had the, that track with 21 Savage after you know what 21 said about him on yeah, one, one Mike, one guy. Yeah, 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 and then he linked up with him. They made that a track. That was my least favorite. <laughs> that was my least. Damn. Look, spoiler alert. That's my song to Lee. I was oh, like, okay. I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing with this song, bro? Niggas hate positivity. <laughs> That's why they said cut, cut off uh, "All Right" by Kendrick. We don't want to hear that shit in the club, bro. Oh <laughs> no, that no, positive no. Shit no, no, no. <laughs> all right in the club always brings off. All like, right in the club. What you heard? All right, all right in the club. Always we go gonna on. be all right. Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> Last time I was in the club, uh, what's called? Uh, what's that nigga's name? Jay Murphy. Mix that shit into his shit. I was like, everybody, word will, for word. I will have to try that. Was it on Juneteenth? <laughs> at least? Yeah, it was on. It was the Juneteenth thing. All right, we can but, give him some grace. But, I want to try that. It was bad. I'm blaming EJ. <laughs> it, was, it was word for word, bro. Everybody, bro. <laughs> We gonna be all right. Yeah. Do you hear me? Do you Like, come on. Now. I will. I will try that. All my life, I had to fight, nigga. <laughs> all my life, I hard times, like what? Bad trip, like what? Nazareth, I fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but God's got us, and we gonna be. Come on, man. Don't don't. You know it. I'm I gonna try. I'm gonna listen to what you're saying, and I'm gonna try it next time. You should. You, I hope you played at the uh, what's called Fullerton Black Tie In Experience. I didn't play. I didn't. That's play. crazy. That's I crazy. played a whole bunch of. I played Sexy Red. That's who I well, played. Hey, shout out, shout out, Sexy Red, bro. Damn, sexy they went Red. crazy to Sexy Pound Red. Town. Just hit the skis. Skis. I know the AKA is about to take that, make that the anthem, bro. Oh, yeah. On everything. We were just talk about that. that. That's probably the last time I'm gonna say that. I don't want to offend nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hit the no on that. But that's the song, though. It, no. That's the note she hit. I heard, I heard it three you, times in Vegas. This is my shit. <laughs> you got it, bro. Uh, shout out all the AKAs. I don't know if I know any AKAs. Asia. Oh yeah. I know. I know a couple of AKAs. Okay. Uh, shout out to Jazz too. For sure. Um, but best song 
Siraj, you can start with you. You want Siraj? Okay. Abracadabra, right out the gate. Abracadabra. Ironic. It's that real life shit, nigga. I'm feeling a lot of hate since I've been creating with hate. I gotta say what it is. They're gonna try me, they on my body, no Illuminati. No way to describe me, no other word other than godly. I run it back to back to back to back, ain't no one beside me. I'm doing them crime, yeah. I don't know what got inside me, yeah. Do rag energy. I'm on a wave, you niggas cap, give you the shakes like faces of death tapes when that lady got hit on the track. I'm seeing black, so I got a black, the magic is black, magic is black. What generation don't listen to now, don't listen to that. How'd you like this song? Man, the energy, just to start off like that, to come through with that energy, and then just, like, this is my workout song. This is, this has been my workout song. Just, like, if when you come out the gate like that, I'm already start to thinking, like, this project is about to be fire throughout. And then the way, like, you see how, like, you're hearing it now, like, the bass, how Hit Boy, like, just, it, like, it switches, but it's still going hard. I was like, oh, no, I was already captivated. Going right into the project Yeah I'm not gonna front This project got a lot Gets Currently Gets a lot more run For me In the gym Than I thought it would Mm -hmm. Like Than I thought Any Nas album Would ever get So yeah What about you Henry Favorite song Favorite song Favorite song is Pistols on your album cover That's a good one That shit hard That real life shit, nigga. Eyes blurry saying goodbye at the cemetery. I murder niggas on wax and forget where they bury. This the hardest shit since Rock Kim and Eric B. Her pistols on your album cover just like BDP. Single mothers on that EBT just trying to feed they seed skimmers and boosters living nice off of EDD. CCTV, all the cameras will shoot you. Soon as you let a shot off, it'll damage your future. It's some thugs in the hood that could have been Hooper. Some good girls who turned bad who could have been supermodels. Some Dominicanos and Cabo. Some with the bloodline, the Lagos, Lagos. So many stones in my hand just like Thanos. Why'd you like this song? Man, I like this song just because, uh, you know, it's classic Nas. Um, he always going to take us back to, like, a moment. He going to have us reminiscing, you know, so he starts off, you know, it sounds like he's, like, at the cemetery, you know, visiting a loved one. You know, his eyes getting a little blurry. He crying a little bit, you know. That's a thug way to say you crying. My eyes getting blurry. Um, it's an ill-ass way to say that you tear that is Ill. That's the first time I ever heard that shit, so. Nas... I'm gonna get to that later, but Nas like affects a lot of a lot of slang and lingo I use comes from him. Like he's dope, man. But um, yeah, just overall, just how he's reminiscing on the song, uh, just like the nod to like KRS-One and BDP, like with the album cover, um, their debut album, and then he always does this too. He drops like these like historical facts or things like we never really knew about. So like just talking about like. You know how he introduced Pac to Henny at Howard Homecoming? Like, that's fucking dope. Like, I wish I could have been, like, in my 20s and the 90s, bro. That seems like an ill-ass era, bro. Like, 
I'm cool growing up. Actually, I wish I could grow up like 10 years like later. Like Generation Z, y'all niggas got now? it, bro. Like, yeah, nigga, uh, like if I was in like my early 20s right now, bro, like the way like social media just like affects everything, like it's, mm-hmm. you're much more likely to be able to like build a career through social media, like growing up, like in the Generation Z. No, that's like, facts. Yeah, for sure. I, like, was, I was gonna say I, I think I'm like I'm in the middle of you two Like I'm fine with that Like I'm fine you, you being fine A 90s I'm baby Like <laughs> I feel like 90s babies We the coolest Like we yeah. just the coolest Out of the bunch So yeah. I, I was about to say that That's why yeah. I was like I'm yeah. cool with where I'm at But I had to change it Cause I had to remember COVID took like Three years <laughs> On my yeah. 20s Three years was, out of Niggas prime. I was like I was like You know what Actually fuck that <laughs> Let me Let me let me hop on Gen Z's wave Real quick But like Just think about it Like they talk about Like cause I was just At the college Like man Three years of like in college, like was taken away. Think about it. We were all having fun, wild it out. True, we didn't have to true. worry about no COVID. So that's what I'm saying. ABC, yes. all type of shit, bro. Move yeah, around. like imagine you get to college, like your freshman year, Damn. it's COVID. Like, Zoom, yeah. just straight yeah. Zoom yeah. university. You've been dude. hearing all these stories, like college. You get to party, you get to do this, and now you got to sit at home. Damn. Nah, well, that laptop. Well, laptop. Been best would have been like middle school. Give me COVID in middle school. All right, bet. <laughs> and then I come back in high school and I'm just like, Facts. I'm like, yeah, I'm different. <laughs> yeah, you, you ain't seen me since I was in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. What, what's up, what, what's up, baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a growth spurt. <laughs> said, I'm back and I'm better. Back and I'm better. Want you better as ever. Shout out hey, to uh, Bryson Tiller. Tiller. All right, so my favorite song is uh, Motion. Nice. Good one, too. Yeah. Test, test. That real life shit, nigga. Yo, I might spend a week at the Magic Castle. Presidential suite made of brass and alabaster. You could cast a spell, just backfires, they satire. My geysers are nigh, just watching from high rises. Weird luck, cause when we fail, we only fail up. I tear up every time I see a mail truck. Know that check coming 500 a piece smoothly. And yo, that shit behooves me. They need to bring back beheadings. Guillotines for guys get whacked like medieval times. They not ready. Well, we touch, leave everything deady. For trying to stop us, you can't. Like my man said, we have emotion. We have emotion. We have emotion. And y'all ain't having no motion. No motion. No motion. You hear that reason? Nah, I'm just fine. Um, Look, this is like my favorite type of like lyrical rap when niggas start to just like flexing on shit, but it's lyrical. Like it's not the basic type of like flexing where it's like, oh, look at my car, look at my, nah, nah. He's going to describe how he's flexing, bro. Like that's my favorite type of shit. And like uh, Siraj said, this shit gets played for me in the gym, like automatically. If I'm ever like in between sets or like an album just finished playing, I'm, I don't know what to play. I gotta finish a set real quick. I'm going straight to motion and I'm getting my reps out, bro. So That's hilarious. What part? <laughs> I was not a, <laughs> I just realized how you tied that in. That was just funny. I caught it a little late, but the motion reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's a cheap It's a cheap joke bro. Yeah. It's, it's a little low blow Henry like That's my guy That's like. my guy for like Come on bro. Well it's not like my guy But I knew him Back and, in the Henry day like, I can't laugh on camera When you say jokes like that bro That's crazy Song to delete What's up with Henry For sure uh, 
you know, funny enough, my song to delete was actually the one that Jati chose. Oh was his my best gosh! Ever. Ever. Oh my gosh! Oh, I don't know if you oh want to Oh my god! Nah, I don't play this song to delete. All right, yeah. With that one, I just I don't know. I thought he was just, you know, just talking about like how him and Hit just been on top, and they them niggas. But I don't know. I felt like we already know that. I didn't really need that song personally. That's how you have in mind, people, though. Yeah. No? People be forgetting and be like, in case you forgot. Yeah. I guess that's true. Well, you, Siraj. Um, I'm at Bokeem Woodbine. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that, that okay. it just it just wasn't hidden for me. So the thing about this one, I I dislike how it starts. I don't like the sample that they use when it starts. I don't remember how it starts. But once it flips, I'll, I'll play this one for a little bit. Once it flips... Cause I was like, cause it, it throws the vibe off, especially coming off emotion. It throws it throws the vibe off, and you're just like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it's like, all right, you know what? I can't fuck with it. But okay. Okay, so you didn't really like they let the sample run a little bit in the beginning. It just wasn't. It, it, it just wasn't getting there for me. I mean, it makes me feel like I'm back on like 125th in New York, but it just. Mm. Yeah, I just wasn't getting there. I already said what my song to the lead was. You know, one mic, one gun, the Nas Twenty One. I can't collab. I just, I, I couldn't rock with that. I tried a couple times. I fuck with Twenty One. I fuck with Nas. Mm. I just didn't like them together. It was. I actually liked it only because niggas be beefing all the time and they begin to Twitter fingers. And this time they actually got on a track and pieced it up. I don't know if you want them to trade bars. I don't know if that's what you wanted, but no, I don't know. No, I mean... Sometimes hip-hop, you know, the, the, the elder statesmen and the young niggas could just end civilly. I, I mean, that, the, and that's okay. The that's, sen- that's how I looked at the it. The sentiment of it is cool. <laughs> <laughs> See? I just hate I, positivity. Nah, We're back I, to it again. Nah, like... Cut that positive shit off. No, nah, I just I just reviewed the Shockade's project. That shit was positive all throughout. I love that shit. I just didn't like pop. I just didn't like the song. Is that hip hop? We're song? just talking about all right. <laughs> all right's one of my favorite Kendrick songs of all time, bro. I just rap that shit word for word. What are we talking about? But, but um, it's a socket hip hop, is what I'm saying. I know, but then I moved it to hip hop to fit your criteria. But he's a hip hop artist, though. What? Who? Kendrick. Yeah, and you said is a socket hip hop because I said the socket as my example for something positive, so I moved to Kendrick. But that's kind of weird though He's not a hip hop artist So it's like I'm talking about hip hop In, in hip hop Notorously Niggas don't want positive Is this a tequila? That's, that's, this no no Harry did kind of confuse me cause What you mean? <laughs> I said in hip hop We don't want positive shit And I said I was just rapping Kendrick Alright Is Kendrick not a hip hop? I'm not talking about just you I'm just talking oh, about like okay Cause you start off Not not just you Okay Just notoriously You know The, the average fan Niggas want toxicity bro It can be positive niggas love future bro It can be positive Just don't, don't make it corny Past the future at that oh, You thought it was corny Uh No oh, I, I would say I would say people don't like Positive hip hop When it's corny Cause one mic One guy You feel me like yeah, Nas did one mic be corny too. 21 Savage They just don't like corny yeah, <laughs> I feel it though. Ratings out of ten. I forgot what I put, but it wasn't that high though. Like I said, this is lower out of everything I heard from him and Hip Boy. Yeah, I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, yeah, so a lot of those other ones, the KDs, especially, I have his classics, bro. So yeah, seven out of ten. 
Uh, give it eight, eight and a half out of ten. I like the better you than don't the do first. Highs on the real life what? Podcast. Okay, eight. No, I'm not gonna get. I'm okay. not gonna get nine. Eight. And I like because see now I'm like I didn't. I ranked it higher than the Reason Project. Now I gotta rank it the same. But I liked it better than the first Magic. Really? Yeah. The, I like it. You, so you like Abracadabra more than you like Meet Joe Black on the first Magic? Yes. That's crazy. I mean, you just you like what you like, I guess. But yeah, I guess music is subjective. Yeah, like the first magic. I that shit was, yeah, yeah. I think the first magic. The only song I liked was uh the way uh wave god shit. Oh, with ASAP. Yeah, that's the only thing. I, like, and, uh, yeah, that was the only one. Mm. So yeah, it was just um this one I I, I like a lot more. So yeah, and, and of course it had everything I wanted. It was tr- it was short too. I I think I'm I'm leaning towards shorter projects than longer ones. I hear you on it's that. It's like just get me through. Oh, okay. I'm good. I can move out through my day or listen to the next project. So eight, uh, eight out of 10. I think I'm getting to that stage of my life where 40 minutes is like the most I could do. An hour is just like, it used to be okay, but now that's too much. Now, yeah. So I hear you on the short projects, bro. I don't mind longer projects if it makes sense. If it's, yeah. If it makes most sense. Most of the time it's not. But, but the thing is like, this is what I'm starting to realize. Like, like in like just music in general like a two minute song can be too long if it's bad mm-hmm. <laughs> a 10 minute song could feel short if it's good mm. you feel me so like uh, that's kind of how I base it as long as it's good enough to be that long mm. nah, I don't give a fuck like make it as long as you want um mm. I got this um uh, 8 out of 10 as well um I actually had reasons as 8 at first and then mm. like Siraj I was kind of like looking at them I was, I was like I definitely like Nas's project more that's why I ended up bumping it down to seven. Um, but yeah, I could play this all the way through up till one mic, one gun. Um, that's the last song, right? Yep, yeah, okay. that, that's usually why I cut it off. That's I have bad. right after pistols on your album cover, that, that was like the perfect like outro for me. Um, but yeah, so speaking of like subjectivity in music and like the music you like, I'm, I'm hyped for this topic. We're going to talk about our personal top five hip hop artists of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So we're going to name all five from five to one, one at a time. And then we're going to go into the individual like rankings and we're going to do a little ox battle. Right? I have this ox course for you guys to like pass back and forth. The way it's going to go, we're going to start off at five. You're going to play your five. Right? You can play mm. up to 60 seconds. Mm. Actually, fuck it. Only because I like to talk when music's playing. Mm. You can play up to two minutes mm. per record. And then your number one artist, you could play the full song. Okay. Y'all got that? Got number it. one artist, you could play the full song. And yep. then so 60 seconds, you said? Two minutes. Okay. 120 seconds. So we're going to go five going this way, and then four coming this way. So snake. Y'all got it? Wait, Wait. five. So five. five, five, five. Okay. Four, four, four. Got you. All right. So, but first, we're going to do. Top five artists. So start with five, go up to one, name your five artists. All right, I'm gonna start from five for me. Personal artists, my favorite artists. So we're gonna go uh Nipsey Hustle at five. I got Lil Wayne at four, Lupe at three, Nasir at two, and Wale Fularin at one. Okay. Okay, okay. So yeah, so it was uh Nipsey, Lil Wayne. Lupe, Nas, and then Wale at one. All right. Siraj? 
All right, so we're going to start at five at Andre three, three Stacks. Okay. And then we're going to go up four, Lil Wayne, three, Snoop Dogg, two, Kanye West, and then number one spot is Kendrick. All right, I'm already liking what this is about to happen. Cause <laughs> we uh, have, I think uh, me and Saraj got two similar ones, but like everything else is different, so I'm already fucking with this. So my number five, there's going to be a lot of current artists, so sorry. Um, number five, I got Drake. Number four, I got three sacks. Number three, I got Yay. Mm-hmm. Two, I got Hove. And one, I got Kendrick. So we actually have three yeah. people in similar. So there's going to be a little ox battle. At the end of this, the three of us are going to vote who has the best starting five. But you cannot vote for yourself. Mm. Oh, okay. So somebody got to win then. Somebody gotta win. Somebody gotta win. Unless we all choose like somebody different. Oh, if I knew we were voting, I would have cheated. That would be, yeah, actually, that's true. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want y'all to cheat. I didn't want y'all to cheat, bro. I didn't want y'all to cheat. Why y'all niggas trying to cheat? I was like, let me let me hold this one. Let me tuck this in. I, I trust myself. I don't trust y'all. Um, but y'all can vote too who you think has the best starting five. We're gonna choose what song we like the most from each of these artists that we choose. We're gonna start off with Henry at his number five. So go ahead, plug in, my boy. Let me get that ox, my boy. Plug in, tell the people the song name and the artist. For sure, for sure. So my number five. Let's do this one. Yeah, so my number five is Nipsey Hustle, if y'all can remember. And I'm going to go with uh, Hustle in the House. You know, some OG shit, Bullets Ain't Got No Name, volume two from Nipsey. It's that real life shit, nigga. In the rosaries, extended clips. I give a fuck who you supposed to be. Straight off the block, I sold dope to buy groceries. Nass rap money, no advances, all royalties. You broke, nigga, you can follow me. It's fuck bitches, get money, keep some hollow heads logically. And I'm for where I'm a side boost the economy. Pay taxes to these corners and put their workers a policy. It's white chalk on the corners. It's yellow tape on the gates. Choppers up above, that's cuz a tiny lokes run the streets where I'm from. Small introduction to this Nipsey Hustle music. Cuz one of your bitches, that's the way that we do it. Alright, why this song and why Nipsey Hustle? Keep playing. Oh, keep playing, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, just Nipsey, you know, just coming up in the West Coast, uh, especially around that time, like when he was coming up, I was like middle school, high school age. So, you know, just hearing that, like, somebody from the city was, like, rapping like this, um, was still, like, aggressive with it, and, you know, he, he was representing where he from, Crenshaw, the district, but, like, he had a different mind to him, like, his mind for business, uh, his mind for, like, building up his community, I thought was really dope at that time, uh, just the way, like, he was marketing himself, but uh, this song just really just jumped off the page, like, just a sample, everything, just, like, what he was saying, like, you know, just represent where he's from. You know, of course, like neighborhood and his his gang, his set and all that shit. Like turned up because I grew up in the like man. Turned up because I grew up in the sixties. 
turn rivals into rosaries, standard cliffs. Give a fuck you supposed to be. Like, man. You right, people do hate positivity. So, <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. That's. <laughs> Anyways, y'all go. That's all I got, man. Rest in peace. The late, late great Nip, yes. man. Happy late, uh, late birthday. His birthday was yeah. what? Happy belated. Yeah. Him, him and Kobe's birthday is right next to each other. All right. So my number five was Drizzy Drake. Um, I was very close to choosing Look What You've Done. That's one of my favorite Drake songs. But um, I realized that um, my favorite like just song to sing by Drake is Feel No Ways. Like I just, <laughs> I bust that out. Like I'll be in the shower, I'll be yeah, driving to work. I'll, to I'll, just, I'll just be, be chilling, like just, yeah, that, that's my shit, bro. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna play this shit real quick. That shit hard. It's that real life shit, nigga. Like changing her opinions on you. Okay. Let's be real. Okay. Shout out to Siraj for making it out, bro. And <laughs> that nigga got married, bro. I've heard it's dangerous out there in the street. Very dangerous. Yeah, that's why I'd I be cuddled up because I'm scared. <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, man, I, I chose Drake, man. He's, he's just done so much at this point of his career. And like I usually never include him on my like top ten, top five list. And I, I realized I was just like, nah. If I were to like put like cause you know Apple Music does like the most play every year. Mm-hmm. So it's Spotify. Drake's always top two, top three on my show. I was like, alright, this nigga is one of my favorite artists. I, I gotta stop capping, bro. At this point, like every time he puts out like pause. Every time he puts something out, like shit just Shit like this just be vibing, bro. And he does have some misses sometimes, but I just feel like his catalog is like, yeah, it's different, bro. Well, Juice Raj, who's your number five? Remind us, and then what song? Andre, Andre Three Stacks, and then the song is called I Can't Wait. It was on the Barbershop, I think two soundtracks. So I'll, I'll be surprised if y'all know uh, this one. That real life shit, nigga. This is such an art. Where do I begin? I used to sing tenor in the church choir. Really, I was flexing, but the girls, they were fine. I'm that type of guy that noticed subtle signs when I cuddle mine. She ain't even trying to look sexy. But even if she was, so what? Motherfucker, grow up. Don't mean to be so abrupt, but that lets me know that she's a human being. And being human's hard on the boulevard. Girl, you got it bad. 
Glad I'm not one, but yet you got it good. You are the hot one, but I'm Andre, Benjamin Andre to be exact. You'd hope to meet a gentleman one day, well this is that. In fact, Dookie introduced us at a show about a year or so ago. Why, why three stacks, man? When I first heard this, well, I guess I was talking about this song in uh, high school, but I mean, I think this was like the introduction to Andre three three stacks that I had in high school. Yeah, and then just every verse he has is just layered like this. It's like out of this planet, out of this world, and like he's just in his own lane each verse. But like this song, like listening to this and this particular song in high school. Like I, I definitely was like the lover boy trying to be a lover boy, but then also okay. being fly. like this fly. I, did, I was nowhere near Andre 3K fly, but I was trying to get there. So every time I listen to this song, I picture myself like, okay, I can someday be this fly. Especially early 2000s mm-hmm. three sacks, man. That nigga was on a different wave <laughs> for sure, bro. Yeah, and the way Sleepy Brown, like you listen to Sleepy Brown right now, the way he just yeah. comes into this track just. Smooth, smooth as hell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. Come on. That's um, interesting that you say like that Andre was so smooth. I feel like he just leaned into his like nerddom more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what made him smooth. Like he just was comfortable with himself to a degree that like it made it smooth. You know what I mean? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel like he's like Drake where it's like you know what I mean? He's like stereotypical playboy, all that. Like I don't know. But I hear you. Yeah. He, he has a song called um like here comes a lady or some shit like that uh-huh. on love below hold on let me let me speaker look at box it. on love below speaker box is big boy oh yeah because yeah. that's people, the double yeah okay my bad people be talking about oh he doesn't have a solo it's a double disc right yeah okay okay yeah double well, I did that my bad you good but yeah people be discrediting like he don't have his own project he do like if we talking about all right speaker box love below went diamond. Right, and I'm about to choose three sides too, so it's on topic. Hello, like that's my number four like pick. That shit went diamond, right? And I fuck with Big Boy; he a good rapper. But if you go through and you listen to to Speaker Boss Love Below, wow, what what side of the project you think people were buying? For? I don't know the way the way uh was it uh the way you move that's fire though. Okay, mm-hmm. name another name another because I knew I, I knew niggas was gonna say that shit. I knew niggas was gonna say that shit. Talk and guess what? Yeah, guess who produced that shit? Who did? Three sacks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I, I was supposed to. I was supposed to battle uh, James, the uh-huh. homie James, um, back when I was still like hopping on Clubhouse and Clubhouse, shit. Yeah. Um, and we we're supposed to do. I was gonna do three sacks. He was gonna do Snoop. It was very unfair. He kept saying, "Oh no, it's fair." I, I was like, "No, it's unfair, bro." But while I was doing my little like you know search to see what three stacks songs I would play. Like, I was like, oh, this thing got some ill-ass production credits. Like, mm-hmm. this shit kind of go crazy. Yeah. But, um... I didn't know that. I'm gonna go into, you know, the love below. And my favorite... I don't I don't even know if it's my favorite, but it's my favorite to just, like, listen to, like, at... And, like, when I'm by myself. That's usually... That's been my, like, theme of, like, what songs I was choosing. What songs do I enjoy, like, when I'm by myself that I would just play, like, full blast... And um, for this one, it was She Lives in My Lap, so. (laughs) It's that real life shit, nigga.
This is how nasty this nigga three stacks is, bro. You went from she lives in my lap to hey y'all mm-hmm. to roses. Mm-hmm. That's a nasty three song run yeah, on mm-hmm. the project, bro. I'm sorry, like that would be a good topic one day. Best three song runs of all time. Okay. But I hear you on that. Some niggas got some crate, like it'll, it'll start getting messy though. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, like so much to like listen to at that point where it's all like, all right. Because some niggas be fucking it up. It'd be like good song and then a trash song and then another good song. like, damn, bro. Yeah. I wish you sequences better. Yeah. But um, yeah, I want like I roses. And I want to know like how niggas was like in the studio like listening to this nigga like lay this shit down. Like this shit crazy, bro. Like the different voices he had. And the different like characters he had like throughout the level low is just just different level, man. Mm. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to Three Stacks. That's my number four. I'm at two minutes right now, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So for number four, I do have Lil Wayne, Weezy F Baby. Weezy. I got a hot take, but I'll, I'll save it for after you play your shit. Yes, yes. Oh, shit. I got Lil Wayne on number four, too, so maybe you should yeah. save it till after I play. Okay. Or number three? No, number four. Oh, wait. I was supposed to go, huh? Again, after my oh. four. It, oh, it's, yeah, it's up yeah, to, yeah. yeah. You want to you want surprise it? It's cool. We'll, we'll, for sure. we'll come back. For sure. Yeah, but I got Weezy F, baby. Uh, and the F is for Phenomenal. Uh, got uh, Run This Town. Excuse me, boy Wayne. That no ceilings. That like that no ceilings run. It kind of it, it it was the end of the golden era for him. Unfortunately, after that, it kind of started to go down the hill for a you lot. Don't of like people. the Carter Four. The Carter Four is okay, but you know how like it, it was just like he was in that era where he just didn't miss. Like everything he put out like was just gold. That that was the last time. But um, I think it's just nostalgic for me. Just reminds me of the dr- the drought series, um, the the Carters two and three. Uh, I easily could have played a song for the Carter three too, which I feel like is a classic. But yeah, I feel like this shit is just that's his song now. Honestly, like Jay and Rihanna smoked that shit, but uh, the way he came on here and a lot of these other beats, like Wayne possessed them songs. Those are his songs now. Swag surfing, uh, DOA, another Jay song. Um, Ice cream paint job. And he was going crazy on no ceilings, bro. 
<laughs> he was he blacked out, bro. So salute Wheezy, man. Alright, let's hear let's hear Siraj's number four. My bad, bro, for skipping you. I, I just got so hyped I, on I, that. I did, I did think about it too. I was like, wait, isn't it supposed to buy? I was like, is your is your rules? I was like, I didn't want to question. I got so hyped on that three stacks drug, bro. I was I was ready to go. I, man. I was tripping. I was, I was, I was like, yeah, let go. go. But uh, my number four is uh, Lil Wayne, best rapper alive. Just the way, like the choir, the guitar, like, and also, I like when rappers say they're the best rapper alive on a track. Not like when they say, like, in an interview or something. I hate that. I like when they say it on a track and the track is fire. Then it got me, it has me thinking different. Then I'm like, okay, he might be really saying something. If the track is this hard, it's declaring he's the best rapper alive. And then with me, uh, with Lil Wayne, I was actually late. To like like a little win like I, I was like I didn't see the hype in high school, but in college yeah. and like post college I like I just started listening to him more and I learned like I just like the way he raps, how dynamic like Wayne can hop out on any track and do damage. Facts. Wayne even now is still doing damage. Like Wayne gets on the track now with like young people is still like um Facts. just takes over the song. Yeah, that one verse he just had he was all like. I've been about that bad because I've always wanted to be a G. I was like, <laughs> I was like damn, nigga, that's it, hard. Exactly. Like, He's going to hit you with a punchline. It's going to be funny. It's going to be like, it's just like, Wayne like had like every, like hits every criteria of a great rapper because Storytell has lyrics, punchline, wordplay, the records to back it all up. I think Man. he just hits all those marks. Man. All right, you guys ready for my hot take? Oh, yeah. I just want to say real quick uh, that Wayne had the best marketing of all time with that greatest I'm the best rapper alive like because at that time like you know Jay was considered that but I felt like him pushing that narrative so much convinced all the young ones like us coming up to like be like nah he's the greatest rapper alive like fuck Jay-Z so at that time at least you know what I mean that was great marketing like I don't know if he did that on purpose but he even has a song called I'm the best rapper like it's just he was right. very cautious. On that point, leads into my hot take. I ain't even got Wayne in my top ten, bro. You a sick ass nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, that's that's tragic for you. It, I don't think that guy, says anything about yeah, anybody else. It just sucks Drake. for you. You just you just played Drake, right? I did just play Drake. So how are you gonna have Drake without Wayne? What do you mean? How am I gonna have Drake without Wayne? They're two different artists. They their discographies don't even sound 
remotely the same. All right, I Drake that. You, you could say, "How do I have Drake without Ye?" If I didn't have Ye on my list, I would look kind of crazy having Drake on my list. Yeah, because then you could actually like point to like a. Like oh, you could tell he was influenced by him. I'm not talking about their styles. You're talking about you're talking about like Wayne putting Drake on, but and Drake Lin- Drake was gonna get signed and letting them have that shine too, like that. Like he well, went of to course, jail. Of course he went to jail. He went too. to jail. Of course he, didn't he went let to jail. Nobody have no shine. Of course shine. he went to jail he went to too. Jail. He was locked up, bro. What are we talking about? He couldn't control. Uh, I mean, I guess he could have. Oh, was that song he just released? Uh, that he, he it was uh, that song he had with Drake with, on uh, Drake's first album with him and Wayne. Where he's like, uh, oh, like she sucked the brown off or something like that. that oh, you, you talking about Miss Me? Yeah, Miss Me. I like, I don't know, like that, that, like that. I remember that, was that right song. before he went to jail, I think. Yeah, that song, that like I remember last. just like really put Drake in a, like a, like a, well, he was already in the atmosphere, but it like, it he passed died. the torch. Yeah. I don't know. Drake had songs with Hove at that time too. So, nobody listened to that song on the first album. Like you talking about? <laughs> no, you talking no. about light up? Bro, what, <laughs> no, what are you talking about? Light up, light up, light up. What are we talking about now? Thank you later. Are, are we are we changing? Yeah. Are we changing the no, narrative? Yeah, not a even, even Drake hates thank me later. He don't talk about it if you notice that. And I, everyone else loves it because every girl I talk to when they talk uh, about like their favorite Drake songs mm. or Drake albums, it's not in my top five. But they always put thank me later in my top five. But I'm speaking about light. Uh, light up as a specific mm. song on the project. You gonna talk about no one uh, like that song? Light up is a B side. It's a good song, but it's okay. it, ain't, it ain't make it like the A. The, That's crazy. The top if, if spots in the Thank Me Later catalog. That's crazy. You don't think it's a top five Thank Me Later? Song? No, because I, I think it's it, there's, oh, old, there's oh, over, no. there's over, there's uh Miss Me, there's uh Miss the track is, with this is my favorite. There's sure. a track with Nicki Minaj. There's the fire. What is it? Fireworks with Alicia Keys, and then you um, put up all night over light up. Up all night yes. is hard, bro. Yeah, I know. What, <laughs> you <mean? laughs> what you mean? I'm not saying. I didn't I, say. I, I, think, I think the girls you talked like to I said was trash. I, I think the girls you talked to that said thank me, they love thank me later. Will put up all night over I'm, any I'm, song. I'm sure, I'm sure the they would. I'm talking about you. I was still put up all night. Up all night would go over light up too. Find your love, oh baby. Kanye song. This is true. Just, just to you he know, produce that. Yeah, just to bring it's it all true. back. You know, I, I think he helped write it too. Oh, fancy is on that one. Fancy yeah, fan, on fancy would go up, go before yeah. light up. Yeah. Oh, unforgettable. Go hard. Drake too. never touches on it, but I would love to know why he hates the album so much. Because he really hates the album. He never talks about it. Maybe it wasn't the sound he was going for. Because he, because he never touches the he, sound. He doesn't ever sound again. like that anymore. Yeah. He never touches the sound ever again. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, but we yeah, that's crazy. But that's crazy. You could go straight into your number three. Oh, reminds okay. the artist, the song name. Uh, Snoop Dogg, and the song is going to be called. Give me a second, I got pull up. Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. Eastside. What up, though? What up, Aunt? It's going to be called Doggy Dog World. Can we get a motherfucking moment of silence for this small chronic break? <laughs> Yeah, niggas be brown nosing these hoes and shit. Taking bitches out to eat and spending money on these hoes. You know what I'm saying? I treat a bitch like 7 Up. I never have, I never will. I tell a bitch like this Bitch, you without me is like Hail Melvin without the blue note. She'll never go platinum. Hey, Daz, give me a light, nigga. 
to the fabulous Carolina West. I own this motherfucker. I, my name is Tata. Y'all niggas know who I am. Y'all niggas tan up shit. But we got something old and something new for y'all tonight. Put your hand together for Snoop Dogg and Dog, the Dog Pound, and the Fabulous Dramatics. It's like everywhere I look and everywhere I go, I'm hearing motherfuckers trying to steal my flow, but it ain't no thing to see my nigga Julio put me up on the game when I step through the door. You know, some of these niggas is so deceptive, using my styles like a contraceptive. I hope you get burnt, seems you haven't learnt. It's the knick-knack paddywhack, I still got the biggest sack, so put your gun away, run away, cause I'm back. Wow. Hit him up, get him up, split him up now. Tell me what's going on, it make me wanna holler cause my dollars come in ozone's known for the break off, so take off your clothes and quit trying to spit at my motherfucking house. Why Snoop and why that song? I would say, well, being from the West Coast, of course, being from, well, I'm born in Long Beach, but being from San Diego, I feel like being like... I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but like, like be raised in the 90s, I feel like all of us feel like Snoop, in a way, kind of raised us. Like, we were raised off Snoop's music. Like, my mom loves Snoop. Mm. My dad loves Snoop. Even my grandma might love Snoop. Like, just... just I think somebody even said on the interview, like, he's the, like, most famous rapper. Facts. Like, he's the most recognizable rapper of all time. Oh, well, I mean, not famous, but, yeah, rec- recognizable rapper. I'll give it that. Both. I, I, yeah, I think it's both. I, I think it's actually oh, both. Be both. Okay, yeah. To be honest. But, yeah, it was just... Uh, Once you go by one name like that, and people don't even have to say your name, they just see you and they know that's you. Yeah. When white people know you? Facts. Yeah. Like, if you could go to... <laughs> when you perform, yeah, the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's going <laughs> Yeah, because a lot, of, and let me not, let me be a little more PC. A lot of like Caucasian people, like, they'll know songs, like, they'll know popular songs if they don't listen to rap, right? But for them to be like, oh, Snoop Doggy Dog, oh, like, like, they automatically like recognize him as a person. I feel like that's just a different level, so. Great branding. Yeah. Yeah, no, this, um, again, Snoop just responsible for the West Coast as a whole. Like, you know, still shout out to Dr. Dre, still shout out to Ice-T, but like, I, I, I don't think you, you don't have a West Coast as it is without Snoop. So you just got to put him in my top five. You know, it's always funny when you start shouting people out like that, you always leave somebody out. So in my head, I was like, what about Ice Cube? Oh, Ice Cube. I, love, no, I, I, I know what you mean, too, bro. I know. I know what you mean. All the Ice Cube fans going to be on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number three, Kanye West. Um, I chose Blood on the Leaves. I, 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 I was really close to choosing like one of his early songs. But again, I was going back to what songs do I play the most when I'm by myself? Like this shit right here from production to like the shit he's saying to the sample, the Billie Holiday sample. Hold on. Let's listen. Strange fruit hanging. It's that real life shit, nigga. I just need to clear my mind now. It's been racing since the summertime. Now I'm holding down the summer now. And all I want is what I can't buy now. Cause I ain't got the money on me right now And I told you to wait Yeah, I told you to wait So I'ma need a little more time now Cause I ain't got the money on me right now And I thought you could wait 
Yeah, I thought you could wait. These bitches surrounding me. Everybody's oh, want something now, man. Then they talk about me. Would be lost without me. We could have been somebody. Thought you'd be different about it. Now I know you not it. So let's get on with it. I had to let the beat drop on that. I know that was BK, man. Nasty. Definitely wakes you up. Nasty work. When I first listened to Jesus, I actually didn't fuck with it at all. Nobody did, bro. And then, like. (laughs) Nobody did. Like we all a, got this. Go ahead. A couple months later, go by, Facts. and I put that shit on, and Facts. like whether it's like New Gods or like Black Skinhead, it's just I'm mad, just head head banging, bro. Like yeah. yeah, this shit. Kanye got probably the most diverse discography in like hip hop history. Like he's not afraid to like push boundaries, and then not just push boundaries but to excel at the boundaries that he's pushing mm. I, I feel like no one has a better record than yay when it comes to that shit so mm. that, that's why I, that's why I chose here so for sure for sure so now we we're all number three, three right now yep. right for sure just want to make sure alright cool yeah so number three for me was Lupe Fiasco you know Shot Town Rep um, so I chose Mural um, you're going to get into that rapidity rap, but let me just play it first. Why Lupe and why this song? Yeah, so, I mean, overall, Lupe, I think uh, it just depends on who you talk to. I think they're going to have a different perception of him because there was a time that, you know, he was just steady on the charts. You know, uh, the show goes on, kick push, songs like that. But um, as he gotten away from, like, that major label backing, he was able to, you know, just lean into, like, his essence and who he really was. Which is just, you know, one of the best conceptual rappers of all time. And I think this show is, or this song is just like a, a masterclass in that. Um, just being able to, you know, just get into different, I don't know. He, the way that he just like connects different concepts and just has like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like different entendres and similes and the bars flow into each other and then he'll reference a bar from eight bars ago and then keep running on that for like this song is like nine minutes and he just it's just a master class of just rapping so uh that's why i had lupe on there um i think at the at the core of it 
hip hop is about rapping and he does that better than anybody I could think of other than maybe like Black Thought but yeah conceptually I don't think anybody does it better than him like the way he paints pictures and you know creates these like different schemes in your head yeah so Lupe Fiasco alright so what's your number two alright cool y'all may have heard it little snippet of that and I touched on it earlier you know Nasir Godson one of my favorite rappers of all time but I had a New York state of mind saying on that same uh, type of vein you know very lyrical but uh, more so like you know with the storytelling so Nas New York state of mind Yeah, so I had to have Nas at two, uh, similar to Lupe, just, you know, if I'm going to go hip-hop, I'm going to always focus on, like, the essence, which is, like, rapping, uh, storytelling, and I think Illmatic is a masterclass in that, just, you know, talking about the, the New York state of mind and the times that he was in when he was 17, and he dropped a classic. <laughs> we really do have to give this man his flowers. This is third decade he's been going at that. We, we reviewing Magic 2 today. That boy about to turn 50. Hip-hop is 50 years old, like, and he's still at it. <laughs> so I had to just choose New York State of Mind just because it has that gritty mindset to it. Um, you know, just talking about where he came up from and the shit that he saw every day. And yeah. Yeah, no, dropping this at 17 is crazy work. That's crazy work. Like, you think, like, even recently, I think the only other people that you could say, like, drop, like, critically acclaimed, like, shit that young you could you could look at our future, okay. which you can't even say really is critically acclaimed. Just was so like off putting to the general public that they ended up like having a cult following, and then you could also say Joey Badass with 1999. That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. But yeah. neither of those like artists could was spinning at this level, you know. Yeah. You know, Joey Badass eventually got to that, but yeah. it was like not at 17, bro. Shit, crazy. So bro. yeah, that's that's nasty. Super. All right, my number two is Hove. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with public service announcement. So, this is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, oh, H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me 
Music man's number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to them letters. No one could do What can I say about hope that hasn't already been said, bro? Like, <laughs> like this nigga. The discography speaks for itself, man. Like, way too many projects. All of them are up there when it comes to quality. You know, we use hip hop's first billionaire. He's still making money, all money, all money. He's still rapping at a ridiculously high level whenever he touches a mic. Like, and this specific song itself, the Black Album is my favorite whole project. And this song right here just like, I feel like encapsulates the whole energy of the Black Album where it's just like, yo, allow me to reintroduce myself because I think y'all forgot because this was originally supposed to be his retirement project. You're right. <laughs> 20 years ago, he was supposed to retire. He's still rapping, bro. He retired. Like, what happened, so. dog? Yeah, two or three retirements. Every retirement counts for rappers. It's like we, I want to not drop album in five years. So reason might be retired. Yeah, reason retired. <laughs> My TV standpoint, yeah, sound like EJ making slight jokes. <laughs> reason on his first retirement, bro. Hey, who knows? Joe Budden might be coming back soon. What? Yeah, right. I don't think nobody was asking for that. Yeah, right. I, I feel like no, he has more fan base now than he, he did a, before. He's a very cold. Right. I'm a part of that too. He has a very strong. I don't cold know fan if I want to hear Joe Budden rap though. I, I would. I, Joe Budden can rap. He, he can rap. rap. He can rap. rap. I don't want to hear rap. He's got it twisted, bro. If you if you put him on like uh, Griselda Boy. beats, I, I would listen to that shit. I'm sorry. I, I would. I'd be like, okay, bet. Wait. All right, who, who's your number two? So my second is uh, Kanye. I know okay. EJ had Kanye before, but uh, my song is going to be Touch the Sky. Mm. Classy. I got to testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'm going to touch the sky. Got to testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'm going to touch the sky. When they thought pink polos are hurt the rock before Cam got the pop, the doors is closed. I felt like bad boy street team. I couldn't work the locks. Now let's go. Take them back to the plan. Me and my mama hopped in that U-Haul van. Any pessimists, I ain't talk to them. Plus, I ain't had no phone in my apartment. Let's take them back to the club. At least about an hour I stand online. I just wanted to dance. I want to Why yay? Why this song? Yay? Man, I think the innovator plus one of the probably the top rappers, if not the top, just through throughout time. And then also initially, I would say he gave like a, vo- a voice to the nerds, like the nerds in hip hop, and was still like had style, still was out rapping. He don't claim them no more. See, yeah, no, he don't claim them. He don't claim us no more. <laughs> But then, That's why I started laughing. And then also was an immaculate producer. Like all around has influenced hip hop, has influenced culture. Now, as far as other things he does, I don't like yeah, I don't agree with but this song in general, like again, this song when I heard it, like this introduced me to who would be my favorite lap- rapper in high school, which was Lupe. Uh, Henry played him yes, a little while ago, but Lupe was my favorite hi- rapper in high school, and I first heard him on this song. Mm. So it's just um, like I said, like Kanye throughout, like just throughout time, throughout eras, has been just the top rapper, top innovator, 
cult, like just shifted culture. So yeah, number top two. Tastemaker, man. Yep. Like even on like shit that people don't like to talk about his like second half of his like career. Starting mm. with like the life of Pablo. Love love that album. Yeah, that shit aged amazing, bro. Love that album. And then you go into the Yay Project. People didn't really fuck with the Yay Project. You listen to that today, that shit holds up, bro. So like we'll have to run it back. I, I suggest you do. It's a short project too. Mm. So I mean and then going to Donda, I think Donda was immaculate, <laughs> bro. Like like I feel like Kanye if he if you take away like his like extracurricular <laughs> like he would be on a different like yeah stratosphere because yeah niggas stopped fucking with him when he started fucking with Trump and then yeah. Life of Pablo dropped and then you know we went on his little run but yeah yeah none of that shit ever happens I don't I don't think there's even a question on who has like the greatest discography ever yeah. in rap yeah it so. wouldn't be Drake would be the only one that would be trying to like. Discography? Discography, yeah. Nah, I, I think I think it's Yay and Ho by themselves. Um, if we talk, I would say just because Drake Drake drops right, out a like rate. People debate Drake's classics. They That's say he got great thing. albums, but they debate his classics. A lot of people say he has no classics, which exactly. is crazy to me, bro. I think he has a couple classics. He has to have at least three to me. I, I say Views is a classic. Right. Another <laughs> hot take. I don't think Take Care is a classic. I think Take Care is... Wow. I think that's one of his, like... Wow. That that shit did not age well to me. In mm. my opinion. In my opinion. But Views... Marvin's Room? Okay, that's one song. I'm, I'm talking a, about that's the... That's a big song, I'm, bro. I'm talking about the project, though. Like, we're talking about, like, a classic project. In my opinion, the project did not age well, like, top to bottom. Okay. But Views... If you're reading this, it's too late. Those two are guaranteed like I'll take Scorpion over Take Care to be honest I think we talked about oh, this before you don't have same. nothing was the same that's, that's what I'm saying oh my bad my bad nothing was <laughs> the same as nothing, nothing was okay, the same okay. I, I, but I understand Take Care Take if you're reading this it's too late very no influential classic to us it might be but I, I, I understand where you come from with that very influential with changing the sound when that shit came out so I forgot what we were saying before that. You you said his discography is close to Ye's. I, I strongly, you don't think so? I strongly Pe- disagree. And, and the only reason why I say that is because we've never seen a nigga drop at this high of a level this quickly, bro. He drops say, like almost every six months, bro. I would say Drake's uh, singles. We, like we Drake, do that. Drake's singles are maybe closer to Kanye's. But I want to say discography-wise, like if we put their albums... Next yeah, to each yeah, other, you put those albums side to side. It's not. It starts becoming a blowout. Oh, the albums. Yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah, and I agree. Kanye's his creativity and the way he literally changed sounds every album. Drake ain't been able to. Nobody's been able. Nobody's gonna be able to do that, bro. Yeah, it's just not possible. <laughs> uh, who's your number one, Siraj? All right, my number one. If you know me, you already mm-hmm. know it's Kendrick. But the song I'm choosing is going to be DNA. Poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though ambition flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, and sworn like this. Immaculate conception, I transform like this, perform like this. What shouts you a new weapon? I don't contemplate, I meditate. Then off your fucking head. This that puts the kiss to bed. This that I got, I got, I got, I got realness. I just kill shit cause it's in my DNA. I got millions, I got riches building in my DNA. I got 
just win again, then win again, like Wimbledon, I serve. Yeah, that's him again. Why Kendrick? Why this song? Kendrick, ever since I listened, I think the first one I listened to was Overly Dedicated. Ever since then, actually, no, the first Kendrick song I remember I listened to was he was on a song with uh, XV. I can't remember the name, but I heard him. And I admittedly, like, I just oh, like, who? XV. There's this rapper named XV. He never... XV never blew up, so okay. uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I've never heard of it. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not even gonna sit here. This is like when Kendrick was underground, underground, okay. and okay, then okay. I like, I listened to Overly Dedicated. And I was immediately locked in from Overly Dedicated to Section 80 to Good Kid to Pimp Butterfly. Every album he has dropped has represented like what my life was going through at a time, and I think um, even like. To Pimp a Butterfly, I was just graduating college from that time. And the to see like the shift and like, I, I like to call it like the black renaissance where like people were more focused on, a little bit more focused on black issues. That started like, at, that started after Kendrick dropped that album. I think it's like that album went along with whatever, what that movement was. So then, like I said, just rap wise, his discography is not in question. You know, just even like with this song, this song to me represents mastery, like rapping at the highest level, production, like the production goal is heavy, but it like it doesn't overtake his rapping. Like it doesn't, it, there's lyricism. And then I think I just like, I just mentioned this in the group chat with the beat change. I like, I don't think anybody was doing the beat change thing before Kendrick on this album. I can't think of like anybody else who was doing it, like who made it popular. Drake did on nothing was the same. With Paris, what song? Pound Drake. Drake was doing that a lot. Huh? Drake, Drake, Drake. Pound Cake. Pound Cake. Oh, I feel like he those are two different it. songs. I thought like this is like wasn't those two different like Paris and then Pound Cake or like no not Pound Cake like, like Paris. And, oh, the, and then also on, on, on If You're Green This Is Too Late, he has a bunch of he has a bunch of those songs. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is the best people yeah. that's doing this, this doing Okay, but I could be changed. mistaken. Yeah. I just felt like Maybe I was like, executed it. You know, that's I, what I said. I said not the yeah. first one to do it, but like I don't think it became. Ooh, let me stop it. I was saying <laughs> I don't think it got popular till like till damn came out. That's what I just. That's just my opinion. Frank I could Ocean be wrong. Pyramids. Well, Shit. I mean, I still don't think well, it got. One I'm not, of the I'm, greatest beat changes of all time. Mm. I've never been a Frank Ocean fan like that. I was just talking about, but. That's that to be on a different podcast. I'm kind of on the same boat with Najati. I never, I've tried, bro. I tried. I can't get into Frank. Like, I'm not saying he's bad, but I don't see what y'all. I don't see what y'all see though. Like, y'all be making him out to be like this unicorn, mythical creature. It's just like you don't hear all his kids right now, bro. Like all the all these niggas listen to Blonde and then decide to pitch up their voice, bro. Like and start singing. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, but Frank Ocean, one of the most influential. influential. Artists like <laughs> of our time, and we're starting to see it like now. I like, tried. I, no, I, I'm like I tried. <laughs> I did. I tried. I did. Man, that's crazy. I know we in the minority on that. I too. know. Nigga, if we go into any other room, they would be like, "Get out!" Oh no, I know a couple of friends right now that don't know this opinion of mine, and if they hear it, I'm going. I to don't die. bring it up for that yeah. very reason. Yeah, because if we weren't sure on time, we'd be able to get into <laughs> it. We gotta finish this segment up. Uh, my number one is also Kendrick. You know, we could. I mean, yeah. Let's just listen. The heart part two. I'll tell you what I don't believe in. <laughs> Can I do that? 
All right, I don't believe in the in laws or the system by any means whatsoever. I try not to obey them at any time. <laughs> That's what I believe in, not believing in. <laughs> so what keeps you alive? Four big bottles of water a day, two packs of Marlboro Reds, and I don't, that, what keeps me alive, shit. Um, music, I have to listen to music all day long. I'd say that, that keeps me going. I'm a pretty dark person. I've thought about ending it a million times, and I have to say the music keeps me here. By far, the main thing. Thank you. Sitting in the studio thinking about which move would go right now Freestyle or write down, whatever It's still a come up clever I just need to free my thoughts And Lord knows that I know better But I ain't perfect I ain't seen too many churches I know them testament verses You should either hear me now or go deaf Or end up dead, die trying and no death Might end up dead, swallow blood, swallow my breath Fuck a funeral, just make sure you pay my music respect I yeah, early Kendrick was like a different monster. Like that nigga was like just hungry and just rapping his ass off like whenever he could. And this has been like my my favorite Kendrick song since it came out. And the only song to ever come close to like taking his spot is Sing About Me. But like Yeah, nah. I I like when he gets into this bag and he's just like like even what he's like rapping about right now and you see that like to this day he's like what am i gonna do like beefing with y'all niggas bro this nigga's dying bro like, i ain't gonna beef with y'all man and no name out here like still throwing shots at like kendrick kendrick's not gonna respond like it has to be some serious beef for him to actually like put a rap this track out like he's gonna throw some shots he's gonna throw some subliminals because that's rap and that's the competition of rap but he ain't gonna go into a full-blown beef because one nobody's gonna say his name like for real for real and two he got more important shit to deal with bro so two things i would love to see him and drake go back and forth i would too i would yeah. too and then secondly obviously you said this is your favorite kendrick song but uh what's your second favorite heart song from him uh, my second favorite heart song, probably yeah. the hard part three. Like part three. Right, that right, shit hard. Right before yeah. Gifted Mass City drops. That shit hard. I, I actually like the hard part three more than uh, I part think two. So. I think so. If I remember correctly. Yeah, EJ not happy about that. <laughs> I see you shaking your head. Oh, no, I'm not. No, going I'm listening to it. No, I'm listening to the song. My, my yeah, bad. Y'all niggas crazy. I mean, first the Frank Ocean now. Nah, nah. Blasphemy. I'm. I'm gonna let him say it talk for me, bro. The people scared of annihilation when kingdom come, and I'm like, the kids Lamar hold in less than a month. All right, I keep it pushing. Hey, let the government tell me how my future looking. Yeah, Kendrick, man. Then you know I'm booking for sure. So now we on to number one, only one left. It should not be a surprise to anybody that knows me, knows my musical tastes, knows who my favorite artist is, Wale for Lauren, Olubu Wale Victor. But uh, I'm going to play uh, Legendary off of his second album, Ambition, which I deem as a classic album. That's my favorite Wale project. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Actually, let's... second favorite. Okay, okay. Chop it down with it, or roll with the lyrics. 
thousand a million liquid, don't form an opinion. I'm sort of a genius, nothing sort of a legend. Sort of Tommy Lasorda, the way I'm sorting these pictures. Pictures, whatever, fucking my speech is off. We can trip into whatever, only heaven is far. Metaphors in every color, these indelible bars. Jordan 4, see the floor side, sitting with Mars. Only fear is mediocrity, so every time I got a beat, I feel like I don't gotta sleep. You keep praying on your break, I hope you got a sling. Shot for all them shots coming out them beats. I'm sort of like Socrates in a prodigy. You can't kick it, your pocket's thinner than Socrates. People fucking with me, they ain't fucking with you. Lyrically top, hmm, me and generous too. I remember a nigga demo just sat in the room. Made some moves, now I'm known to spit December and June. Ran in a coop, coop. Met me a chick, always keep a rubber. Word Italian kids, if you gon' do it, you gon' do it. Go handle your biz. Or smoke some perp, take a Percocet and Xanax and chill. For real, you real, then y'all need to say it. It's something to be great, it's nothing to be famous. Fuck money. Why won't they? Anything. Why this song? Could take from me. Man, I had to choose this song. I mean, just the hook right there. Fuck fame. Fuck money. Fuck anything anyone could take from me. It ain't hard to make money. Some young niggas just trying to be legendary, and I feel like for all three of us, at the end of the day, we just trying to be legendary, bro. Whatever we're going for, whatever we're shooting for. Um, so that's why I chose this song specifically. It always just hit home for me, just with that hook. Um, that's some real shit. That's some real shit for real. Not no weird shit. That's some real shit. It's that um, real life shit, nigga. And then overall, just Wale as an artist, just his versatility. I know we always talk about the big three with uh, Cole, Dot, and Drake, but I think with his versatility and his catalog, should be included. He definitely should be included. There's some extracurriculars similar to Kanye that I feel like turned people off over the years and public perception swayed against him. But at the end of the day, you know, you even look at you, you go to this ambition album, bro. It's just like top to bottom. Like, it's just a classic, bro. He got a street record with Ambition with him and Meek and, and, and Rick Ross that everybody was posting on their IGs, captions, and was using for motivation. He could do the bouncy tracks with, like, Big Sean with uh, Diplo and shit with just, like, some more, like, EDM-type shit. Like, he can get on the radio records with, like, you know, Neo and uh, fucking Miguel, like... I just don't know. I don't know what else. If, if you love hip hop, I don't know what else you would want in an artist. It's lyricism, an actual message, versatility, and staying power. So, Wale for Lauren. Bet, bet. All right. So, that's my little, you know, 50 years of hip hop little celebration thing. Us going back and forth, talking about our favorite artists, songs that we think, like, we appreciate the most from them. But... We did just cross the two-hour mark. So, this is a point of the podcast where if there's anything you guys want to talk about, bring it up now. We can talk about it. He said, speaking out forever, hold your peace. Oh, that sounds familiar, huh, Najati? Yeah. <laughs> that was real recent. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you got anything, Najati. I just had some, like, random hypothetical situations. Nothing crazy. Um, I was going to be like, uh, we can keep it quick. Uh, I was going to say, um, how do you, I, I think I've heard, uh, it was either academics and all the other people saying it, that, um, labels are investing more into 
Afro beats and reggaeton than hit uh, than hip hop. I was wondering how y'all feel about that. Well, labels yeah. are just investing more into whatever's popping at the moment. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Labels are lazy nowadays, man. So, like, yeah. obviously, like Afrobeats and like reggaeton, reggaeton artists, like they're going crazy right now, as they should be. Um, but mm. I just feel like because it's such an excess of rappers that yeah. Labels don't really have to invest in them anymore. Like they could just pick them up once they start popping. Like, yeah, I don't know if Sexy Red was signed before she was popping. <laughs> I guarantee you, she signed now. If she wasn't, mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's just like shit like that where it's like, okay, we're just gonna wait for like social media to do their thing, and then we're gonna be like, okay, here's our artist. You feel me? Whereas like Afro being reggaeton is like, okay. We have to actually like go to those countries and see what's see what's bubbling, and that's gonna take more of investments on their side to mm-hmm. actually having to go to those places, see like what type of impact these artists are having in their own countries before like trying to bring them over and shit like that. So, mm. I mean, it's just labels doing label shit. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with that. Um, I do think it's not too hard for labels today because you kind of touched on it with the social media piece. Like they don't necessarily have to travel over there hopefully they have like a division over there wherever it's at like in europe or wherever it's at but um they're probably already kind of tapped into whoever is kind of popping i hope not europe there's <laughs> <laughs> no african reggaeton you going to it, europe it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a lot of french afrobeats artists though was, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of them bro no, french, I'm saying, like, yeah france they go yeah i've been it's a lot afrobeats oh. is kind of it's everywhere now it, Honestly, might, it's it's might very global. Be, it might be everywhere, but go to the source. If you if no, you I might, understand. Like, yeah. <laughs> like go to the uh, source. Oh, they'll, they'll go to the colonizers. Go <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> like, the motherland. Uh, I guess my same, only same time. point that was going to be a little bit different. I guess with the labels, they're probably just maybe trying to think of like safer investments, just in terms of you know. You know, the Fed seem like they're really cracking down. Not even seem like they are. They just are cracking down on hip-hop artists and have always been. So, I mean, that you know, they have that records. negative stigma. What do you say? That shit sells records, though. It does, but... Like, we could get into a deeper conversation on the type of artists that... Oh, let me say this. Do want to pick up if they're rappers. They're not trying to get away from hip-hop, but they're trying to diversify their portfolio. So it's like, like you said, they'll pick up the hip-hop artists once they get popping. But it's like, let's get some of these Afrobeats and reggaeton artists, too, who aren't in the streets, who aren't moving weight and stuff, who aren't going to get locked up. And they're going to move numbers and sell tickets, too. So I will add that's that, how um, like, club and party venue owners, like... They love they'll they'll rather have like Afrobeats and like the the Nigerians. When I talked to one, he said, "Oh, the Afrobeats people like they they come around 11. I was like, and he, like they'll rather have that because I guess you know hip hop has the violent stigma behind it. Yeah, it's a liability. So bro. they'll rather have that. I mean, and, you, you play certain songs, a fight's gonna break out. Uh, like, no, I, yeah, I've seen it. Just seen it with I, I've just seen it. I, I played it. <laughs> like, like you play Finito at the right venue. It, it, don't, time. it don't, don't even have to be for the BPT. It don't even matter. It might get, you know, I would say crack. It might get bracking. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing with the, the politics out yeah. here, bro. It gets tricky playing certain shit, bro. That's why I wish LA was more like Atlanta. And actually, reason touched on this with how Atlanta, 
you know, they just have that hustling mindset. They don't care who's on and who's more popping than them, but they're just going to put somebody else on because it's like, all right, I'm going to get a bag. We don't get a bag together. Then we're going to put the next man on. But it's like out here, it's that gang shit. A lot Division. of Atlanta artists sound the same, though. They do, but they get money out there, though, bro. And they all sound the same. And we got some niggas out here that's really nice, but they never... Like, I feel like one take Jay, bro, should have blew, bro. But he's never going to get past where he was at. Nah, I, I, could, I, say, I could see how that was a fad, though. Like, but if you're saying the niggas in Atlanta like all a, sound the same, all right, cool. I would say one like take one, blew, one take though, Jay, like a lot of artists sound like blew. sound like local artists. Like they sound yeah. like they're good in their region. I, I no one take Jay is definitely, but like he needs to be on East Coast beats. He needs to be on trap. Like he needs to be able to. Mm. Fit into different pockets where he's he has mastered the West Coast pocket. Okay, let let's branch you out into others. I think that's what makes you go past the local artist thing. And there's West Coast artists that do blow up all the time. We just seen Blast blow up, bro. So Facts. like like he blew up on his own though. That that's fine. Like do that, bro. But imagine like, if like imagine if like well, I, game is a bad example. I feel like game actually reaches back, but imagine if like Kendrick actually did more features with certain guys, or if like uh, maybe even like Ice Cube back in the day, or Snoop actually does a good job of it. I feel like he, he'll highlight certain people, but we just need more of that energy. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing: like, like, you, like Gucci Man does a feature with everybody. The Gucci Man verse ain't worth nothing now. You saw he just uh, Cole actually just gave him a verse too. I don't know sure. like that when Gucci yeah. had uh, Gucci. when Gucci was on that Lotto song that that was a hard. Um, he can he could put out a good verse, but it's not like I'm I'm not gonna be like Gucci, oh yeah. shit Gucci yeah. just Gucci's on this. I'm, it's, it's like okay Gucci. I, no, I, I would have signed Lotto, but she signed already. It's definitely like, stepped on. It dilutes yeah, the art. It, dilutes, it does. It dilutes the product, bros. And I I like the fact that like with LA, it's more of a like. Doggy dog or what? Nah, it's, it's more of a if I actually know you, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give you a verse. But mm-hmm. with Atlanta, it's just like, oh yeah, who's paying? Yeah, I was gonna say if you, if you pay me, I'll give you a verse. Yeah, I like, guess that's um, the discussion like, we need to have. Is it about the artistry or about getting some money? I would also say like the South is a big region by itself though, because you know Cal- West Coast is really just California, and because no. like the East the Coast. Bay? Like California, and the East Coast kind of has the same problem too. Where it's like, who like, like it's like New York is not helping out, like helping out. You know, DC artists are helping out. Philly. Well, they kind of do help, but kinda like is. they're not helping, like really help. Whereas like California, we help our, we kind of help our own, but it's like it's just still California. Where the South, you got Atlanta, you got Memphis, you got Florida. Mm. You got, you know, the Carolinas, you got Texas. I feel like Atlanta just happened to have a wave at the right time with Young Thug, Baby, Gunna. But like in five years, it's going to be some other like state. And then I mean, Atlanta's and then, been having this wave for a while. Atlanta, they had John, on, like, the we're crunk, not going to do like, that. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, no. okay. We're going to jump. We're going to jump from the 2020s to the early 2000s. My bad. Continue point. Continue point. Continue point. We're going to skip 15 years. Go ahead. Continue point. Atlanta, Atlanta been on top. Atlanta been on top. <laughs> like, but my main part like, What are we talking about For real bro Like I'm saying like, Atlanta has been Like Atlanta, has been been going on. Atlanta has had its moments Just like The west coast has had its moments Just like New York has had its moments Those are the biggest markets When do you think that Atlanta started What would you say that it started The run Yeah Because for sure 
West Coast had its run from 2010 to like 2014. I don't care what okay. you guys say. If you okay. say anything differently, I'm okay. looking at you different because Kendrick and YG were everywhere, right? Yeah. We're so I feel like, we're I feel so like people from other coasts will yeah, disagree with you. Know I mean? yeah, like, we're so biased. I lived in North Carolina like, for a while. They yeah. weren't playing nope, no bro. West Coast shit. <laughs> my, my homie's, uh, his his girlfriend came. She's from North Carolina. She was at my birthday party and Siraj was playing all the YG and shit. I told him to play. She had never heard those songs in her whole life. That's fine, bro. <laughs> so that, 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 that's that okay. You counter, the I'll, give you, I'll give point. you 2010 to maybe 2012 and that's because everybody was trying to be a blood so they were listening to YG. Good Kid Mad City came out on 13. You got you gotta give Good Kid Mad City. No, we love Good Kid Bad City. What? It's a class. And, yeah. and rap it's and a, rap and rap. Yeah. Rappers good, love Good Kid Bad City. People who are into rap love Good Kid Bad City. Because you could argue that Kendrick was the top Jeezy. rapper in the world at that time. Because a lot of I, I could control go like this. came out on, in 2013. What are we talking about, bro? My, I'm my saying, case, everyone knew Kendrick. My case for Atlanta would be Jeezy, T.I., uh, Future, Young Thug, Lil Baby. Like, bro, they have not dropped the ball. I'm missing people probably. They but have not you're, dropped the you're ball. Just naming people since, from different eras, but, bro. You could do that with New York. You could do that with California, bro. And I'm not trying to dismiss Atlanta because you guys make it seem like I'm mm. dismissing Atlanta. I'm just saying mm. that this was Atlanta's time on top, mm. and then it's gonna go to someone else for the next couple of years, then someone else, and might be Atlanta again on the top. Mm. And then once Atlanta's back on top, niggas are gonna be like, man, Atlanta been going crazy since like 2000, and it's gonna be like. Oh yeah, we're just gonna forget that they ain't really do much for like two, three years. But it's like, mm. like niggas are gonna have their moments, bro. It's music. That's that's how music goes. I know. That's just my opinion. I just think Atlanta been having a long moment though. I think they had the longest streak out of every. It's crazy. Like out of every coast. I think. And we actually didn't respect them at first too. Like who's it should we? Have been earlier. Who's we? Specifically New York. You know they got that New York bias. I'm uh, a, I'm not a New Yorker. I'm not gonna say we. <laughs> just hip hop fans in general. three thousand was on my top five. So I'm just hip hop fans in general. I'm talking about. So. They always had that New York bias. So a lot of them wouldn't have Andre three thousand on there, which they sh- they should probably. But I don't know. But you didn't have three sacks. I did not. But I did have. You've been disrespecting Atlanta. I did have Lupe. You've been projecting on me. And I did have. You've been projecting on me. And Lil Wayne from the South. So I'm being. Lupe Lupe Chicago. And Lil Wayne. I didn't even say Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne from Louisiana. Look, bro. Lupe from the Midwest. So how can you say the South hasn't had a run? Lil Wayne literally. We're talking about Atlanta. Why is he changing it to the South? Who are you arguing with? Is that not what you said earlier? You were talking about Carolina, Miss what? No, I mentioned that. I said that. Yeah, but we're talking about Atlanta. We're talking about Atlanta specifically. Okay. All right. No, I could, I could, I could say right now. I don't think Atlanta has it. I think people will say it because Atlanta is out. But I think who you think got it right now? I think I don't, honestly, I, I don't know no if anybody one. really has. Yeah, no, no one. But I think Memphis and Probably Detroit are Toronto. the closest. Are give, the closest Drake, to it. Drake's on it right now, bro. He's going a, a crazy tour. Africa, actually, we got that shit. We talking about rap? Oh yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'd be quick to give the credit. We all from Africa, though. Yeah, yeah I'll give it, like, I think the closest up will probably be Memphis or Detroit. Yeah, Memphis going kind of crazy. I, I just don't think they have the, their superstar yet, but when the superstar comes out, then... then I was going to say, too, a uh, random question. Y'all ever think about um, just, like, all the people you met or you know and, like, how many of them are, like, were, were killers in the past, like, before you met them? 
What are you talking about right now? <laughs> can can um, you be more specific in your question? Oh, you want to be more specific? Yeah. So, like, when you meet somebody, you obviously have no idea that they killed somebody. Wait, like, what type of kill are you talking about? No, like, they literally are a murderer, bro. Like, they killed somebody. Because I was thinking today, I was just like, you know what? Like, what, what does a murderer or a killer look like? What type of killing are you talking about? Like what the shit mean? that you could get locked up for? Like what are we talking about? Yeah, like yeah, you can get locked up. Like I'm talking about murder. Like literally, no, not like on the track, not on wax. No, no, no. <laughs> so like you're killing somebody. You're bro. saying how many people have you met? That, you ever think about that? Like that they have the possibility to. No, be a they killer. were a killer. You just didn't know. I don't think I was. No, this is a hypothetical. That. Like they could have been a killer. Yeah, like they. Because they, you're sounding, you're making it sound like not that, that that they could have been a killer, but they killed someone. Yes. and you just don't know you they just killed don't know someone. That. You just happen to run into them, or you just weren't aware of the fact that they killed somebody. Essentially, I don't know, nigga. <laughs> That's not some shit I think about, bro. No, I, I, I just randomly about thought that. about that today. I was like, I don't want to think about that because then got me like, this nigga <laughs> got the hands of killer. Like he looked like. <laughs> Look like the strangler. I don't know. <laughs> Shake SpongeBob. <laughs> Nigga, better not try strangling me. That's gay, bro. <laughs> don't don't try choking me, bro. Yo, man. Hey, yo. Oh, good. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna get out of it too. Like, Nigga, is you gay? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out quickly. You let go of my neck. Like, <laughs> hands around my neck, all tight. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have a little, little random question. Um, you, you ain't got nothing else. Nothing really. Wait, like, wait, Henry. Do you be thinking about this? I Are just you? thought about it today. That's why I brought it up. Oh, okay. I just randomly, because th- I heard a bar where he was talking about like you know in his past like how he killed people and like he's thankful he didn't do that anymore. So I was like, damn. So how many people I know that killed somebody? Or how many people have I met that killed somebody? And I was just like, oh, like that was a good person. Like, you know what I mean? But in all actuality, they, they murk somebody. I don't know. Hopefully zero. There's a lot of killers running around. They're not catching everybody that they should be. So I feel like they catch a lot everybody more. Everybody will be looking at people different. Because how I look at it, it's a lot of innocent people in jail. So on the flip side, it should be a lot of people that's getting away with shit. Law of averages. Maybe. A lot of times, like... What you think? A lot of times, like, when you have someone innocent, like, in jail for, like, a murder, mm-hmm. the actual murder is already in jail, like, somewhere else. It just like, for a different crime yeah, or something. Um, but, I mean, technology is so advanced nowadays. Like, you can't get away for that shit. <laughs> like, if you're not locked up yet, it's because... How, how Trump not it's locked cause up? It's because he's out on bond. But um, if you're not locked up yet, they they building a case on you. Like, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Like... I guess I only asked the Trump thing because what is this the fourth time he got indicted? He's still not. Nothing happened. Uh, he actually got booked this time, um, mm. and they brought charges against him. Um, but a little bit more serious. A little. We bit. think it's gonna go anywhere. Or it's uh, kinda, I, don't I don't know. The the charges themselves kind are kind of iffy. Mm. Um, are you talking about with the presidential election? Yeah, yeah. with the Georgia. I feel like people who love him already love him already. It's not. It's not really going to do much. I think I just think what the presidential election that's coming in what like uh how many next year 20, next year we're on for right now it's about to be funny not funny it's the gonna G- be tragic the it's gonna GLP, be oh my god it's gonna be tragic debates. oh my god bro I the base what you think I'm I'm out on politics right now bro I can't I can't I can't believe these are the people that it's like reality TV bro 
Uh, look at Joe Biden. It's actually he, worse than reality. Look too. at Joe Biden. He asleep right now at the podium. Like <laughs> sleepy Joe. Yeah, Joe Biden do be sleeping though. That's it. No, they just caught up. They just caught him sleeping look, at like, the Hawaii like, thing. It's, like, it's like nigga, wake up, bro. Look, like, come on. Oh bro. my god, hold up. <laughs> Biden be sleep. I'm mad. I'm mad that stuck too because when Trump first said it, I was like, that's kind. Of, like, he, no, he don't be sleep. He's sleeping. Man. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, nigga Biden be not. <laughs> To save this off Twitter today. No, they just recently nah. caught him asleep at like I think it, like it was a meeting about like what's going on in Hawaii, and he was asleep, and he be falling down everywhere, bro. It's like, come on, dog. Like he old, bro. Keep your balance, like 80, bro. right? Keep your yeah. balance. I mean, bro. Trump's old too. He's old, bro. Trump, Trump old too. All these they niggas old, man. Trump six three two fifteen though. Y'all saw that. Man. Mitch wait, McConnell he out here freezing. Oh, wait, no. Y'all he see lying. that Mitch McConnell shit? He, he lying the toupee sure. on, no, his head, on his head might be 60. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see the Mitch. What what, uh, what uh, Dark City is say? That that nigga was giving a press conference and then froze up, man. Just. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was, uh, was kind of uh, sad. This might, this might away. sound like How ageism. How we got niggas running our country, bro, that can't even, like... This might sound like ageism, but we might need to put a cap on. We have to. <laughs> it's not even we ageism, bro. Like, the same way that they take your license away once you get too old, you can't run for you can't run for office no more, bro. Facts. You should have to take a driver's test. Facts. To run for office. And if you fail that motherfucker... Whatever was Obama's age, let's keep it that age. Cause you gotta think about it. When they made the Constitution, they didn't know people was gonna live this long, bro. At that time, they weren't living to eighty years old, maybe fifty or sixty. And what's the game me at that point, bro? Like, why y'all want keep why y'all want keep working? It's white men in power. If bro. I had that much money, I'm that's it, bro. bro. What's what's an extra two fifty you're gonna do for me, bro? Nothing, bro. I'm, let me. It's not about the money. It's about the power, bro. I, I heard you the first time. I'm so, <laughs> so why are you bringing up two fifty then? Because it's my point, nigga. <laughs> but it, that's not you, why they do it. You want me to just hear your point and be like, oh, yeah, you're right, bro. Imagine how, how I'm quick, trying to explain imagine, to you. Imagine how quick that podcast would be over. Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. But I'm trying to explain to you the money means nothing, though. It's just, it's literally just so they can lobby and just have this seat and pull the strings. That's it. I, I'm still going to complain about it. I feel you. <laughs> like, no, I, I'm sitting here like, complaining. Like, this I'm, shit I'm, is I'm going to still complain, bro. bro. I don't it's bad, fun. bro. Right, so we've been here for a while So we're going to go into Past the Ox oh, yeah. um, We're going to start with Najati Go ahead got it, cool. uh, Tell the people who you are Playing, artist name uh, Feature and the song of the Oh, oh uh, The song is called Child of God by Blast And the uh, feature is Rimble Some mm-hmm. ad-libs from RJ You'll hear a song God, I'm defeating all lies. Lonely up top, yeah, I'd rather bring squad. I ain't clocked out, yeah, I'm still on my job. Yeah, I'm still on my. I'm a child of God, I'm defeating all lies. Lonely up top, yeah, I'd rather bring squad. How can I hide when I'm really outside? Yeah, and 
Now they seen it all above the hate, the love, the fake handshakes, the genuine hugs. It is what it is, it was what it was. I didn't really lost friends, that's what success hey, does. Who I supposed to cry to? I try to. You ever wonder why you? Cause I do. I check on my strong friends, they got a life too. No matter the battle, baby, I'm right beside you, yeah. Lost in my fate, hard to relate. Forgive me for my sins, all the hearts that I break. Wish I was on, now I'm getting off with the grace. I guess you gotta win all them losses you take, right? Child of God, I'm defeating all lies. Only up top, yeah, with the ring squad. I ain't clocked out, yeah, I'm still on my job. Yeah, I'm still on my. I'm a child of God, I'm defeating all lies. Only up top, yeah, with the ring squad. How can I hide when I'm really outside? Tremble. Praise the Lord till I lose my voice. Fail to plan and you lose by choice. I let go of the will and let him choose my course. Blessings hit me in my face like a two by four. We know when they free Smokey, he gon' rule by force. Ain't no gangster alive that can cool my torch. Or can press my line, I could shoot half court. Do a tray flip, but don't land on a four yard. You can roll it up with your senior report card. Tiny squabble up and newborn got dumb heart. Infants, I'm like old dog on that one part. Till this day I deal with those flashbacks I'm from where you blast first or you're getting cracked at Big piece of weaponry in a little backpack When you said you were jointed, you meant in every aspect, right? Protect me from evil Love who I love, but sometimes it can be your own people I ain't never told I could tell who deceitful Destined to win all them L's underneath you I can tell if it's real in it I won't sit with no seal with it I don't wanna deal with it This foundation can't crack, I'm still building it You ain't gotta understand, but you will get it Oh, am I supposed to? Oh, <laughs> I get the directions right. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! I was like, I was like, I'm sure. I was sure he had directions. Forgive me, this is my first podcast, but um. So, reason I chose the song was... Oh, no, no, just say the song name and the artist again. Oh, song name and artist. <laughs> you heard me when I said that, that right? Was okay. I, I said it the first time. You know what? It's late at night. Whatever. Uh, Child of God, Blast, Rimble, Atlas by RJ. All right, so uh, my song is Killer Mike, Motherless, uh, Potential hip hop album of the year so killer mike wow <laughs> here this nigga goes man. <laughs> i love this shit that's why i come to pod i love Kanye ej this nigga be hating on me bro. <laughs> it, was, it was just an interesting take i, was, I said wow bro. <laughs> i said possible <laughs> we don't want to hate on possible oh, i said it was wow bro i thought wow was a good word Niggas hate positivity, bro. All of this pod, this is a good ass pod, bro. Turn these hating ass people to believers, mama. A black boy born to a team, mama, mama. Gets regarded as a leader by his people, mama. If God sent me back to normal to be next to you, I would gladly trade it all because I'd be missing you. I'd be missing hugging you. I'd be kissing you. I miss all the Jews and I miss all your wisdom too. Some days I be mean as fuck and I be meaner too. Fussing, fighting over fuck shit that be minuscule. Shay and Taj tell me that's just a Denise and you. And it's in both your daughters, Mikey and Anaya too.
time I said it wasn't fair. Her mama raised. I told her she crazy. She told me one day I'm gonna be gone, Michael. You gon' see that my mama wanted you, but you belong to me. And you don't understand the sacrifice that took from me. Like pulling up on Sunday night just to tell you why I apologize. And mama, you was right. Like a hole in my heart, and I wanna call the Lord, but I don't know where to start. Him so much sometimes I just cry and hold my head. They left the world of man like me and make sure I'm prepared to live a life to make sure my wife ain't gonna beg for bread. I got an altar in my home to honor both of them. Just this morning I was smoking, spoke to both of them. I asked Betty for her prayers over my generation, and I asked Nisa to keep me through my trials and tribulations. Death will come like thief at night and steal your joy away. Have you asking God why you forsake your boy today? Just a blessing or a curse or just some other shit No matter what I'm numb as fuck cause I'm still motherless My mama did, my grandmama did 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 Mama, mama, mama Sometimes That was Killer Mike Motherless. Featuring Aaron Allen Kane. Aaron Allen Kane. If it's a sports team, you get uh my past out song is Casey Roll the Dice.
people where they could find you and why they should follow you and who you are and all that shit oh yeah we definitely didn't do that at the beginning we just said our intros but uh at jr underscore ignatius on every platform been posting a lot more reels and tiktoks recently so definitely tap in with me there uh but on twitter too you know definitely got to get back into these hot takes but ain't been much happening so it's your boy young hen dog back in the building again my name is DJ Siraj. You can find me on Instagram, Siraj the DJ, S-A-R-A-J, the <coughs> DJ. Twitter, just uh, DJ Siraj. And then also, I'm on TikTok too, so you'll see a lot of the events I do, some of the festivities, you know, that goes on. So just DJ Siraj for TikTok as well. And uh, thank you again, EJ, for inviting me out. First podcast, you know? Yeah, you heard it. Many more to come. Appreciate you, and You guys know I end it the same way every time. So keep it real all the time. And all the time, keep it real. Yerk. You're listening to the real life shit. The real life shit. The real life shit podcast. Hey, hey, hey. It's that real life shit, nigga.